Welcome to Rental Store Rumble. Two films enter, one film leaves. I am Rodney. This is Paul. And this is... Xana. And this is... Josh. Now you can't trust me with yeah, the orders, no. huh? Mm-hmm. Rodney betrayed us. <laughs> so uh, it's it's October season. Indeed. It, it feels october doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You feel that... You know, it's a little the bit crisp cold. air, crisp autumn yeah. air. Got the leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty interesting. So tonight we are putting two of the most beloved sequels in horror against each <laughs> other. That's true, actually. Uh, the high, pretty much the highest rated sequels of slasher franchises. Okay, we're going. Uh, you know, all Freddy versus Jason. All right, or Jason versus Freddy in this case, and. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's right. Slasher classics for the October season. So happy October. There's going to be more of this to come. Don't worry. Indeed. Mm. And, uh, we're talking about Friday the 13th, the final chapter versus (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. So, (laughs) yeah. First up. Friday the 13th, the final chapter from 1984. Just a marketing gimmick to sell more tickets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> when, when hockey mask wearing killer Jason escapes from a morgue after he was wrongfully believed to be dead, he begins to attack again. This time, some vacationers and a family near his killing ground are caught in the crossfire of his unstoppable slaughter. Starring Corey Feldman from The Lost Boys and The Goonies. <laughs> Kimberly Beck from Massacre at Central High and Roller Boogie. And of course. Oh, I know. Crispin Glover. Glover. (laughs) Building up to. Crispin Glover, the Orkley kid himself Mm -hmm. from Back to the Future 1 and uh, Ruben and Ed. Olivia Neutron Bomb. Yeah. Olivia Neutron Bomb. (laughs) Oh, man. That's where I recognized him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Took you a minute. The Olivia Neutron Bomb is in this. What a what a couple years for old Crispin <laughs> Glover, right? It's like Friday the 13th, 4, and then Back to the Future 1, and then Beaver Trilogy Part 3, I guess. Yeah, that is quite the range of oh, yes. parts to play. <laughs> Man, he was everywhere for a minute. So... You guys, uh, how many of the the Friday the Thirteenth films have you seen? I I know I've seen the first one, at least one. That okay. one and this one for sure. 
I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them. Some of the the weirder ones, like God, what one? Jason takes Manhattan or whatever what? kind of. <laughs> Is that a real one? Yeah, that's party. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> you guys are making that see, up. See, at that point, like eight, nine, ten, all kind of uh, just feel like fever dreams. Yeah, they have any like, other wait, weird ones like Weekend at real. Jason's and the kids are propping up Jason like he's. Well, there's Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood where Jason versus a Carrie like person. Oh, so he has to fight another super powered being that's not Freddy? Yeah. Okay. At that point, he's a zombie, though, that was brought back via Frankenstein powers. Oh, so he becomes a zombie, because at the end of this, I was like, how is this going to continue? <laughs> now, was 10 when they when he goes to space? Yeah, 10 is He space. goes to space? Yeah, 10 goes to yeah. space. All okay, does he cross over with Leprechaun? Yeah. yeah, I guess we're going backwards. So in 10, he goes to space, <laughs> and he, he actually becomes a, a super Jason, because he gets on this, like restructuring bed and he becomes like a like cyborg jason what and doesn't he have a metal mask yeah i remember that from the cover so Very is cool. he like part cyberman he gets upgraded yeah basically and then <laughs> in part nine he actually gets exploded yes he does to a uh a spirit that possesses people <laughs> oh okay yeah somehow he lives through that for 10 yep like he gets his body back I, yeah. <laughs> well, that that was the, his reconstructed body that he he gets mm. that it's he can then possess. It's... I I want to see the Leprechaun Jason team up. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> leprechaun and Jason in space, especially. Yeah. Yes. Oh my of. god, it would be uh, beyond Thunderdome. Yes, that's but, how I could. That's the only way I could see it playing out. But in answer to your really confusing question, what the hell he goes to Manhattan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is it actually called Jason Takes Manhattan? Yeah. It really is? Yeah. Okay, I thought you guys were making that up. It's Well, it should be called Jason Rides a Boat to Toronto and then also walks <laughs> through Times Square once. Oh, uh, okay. Because <laughs> most of the movie takes place on a boat, so... Yeah. Uh, so no, like, skyscraper top battles with Jason? Oh, there's, a, there's like, uh, you know, high you know, building battles where he, like, punches a man's head off. Like, literally <laughs> uppercuts a human's head off. That's cool. It's like flying down to the street below and yeah. people are just like, oh! Yeah. Okay. At least they do that. <laughs> well, Friday the 13th party is stupid. So, anyway. <laughs> is that the one? Yep. Okay. Really, I, I have a weird relationship with Friday the 13th because I don't... This is going to be a little bit controversial. I don't love the first movie. <laughs> That's all I can really say. I I will say the big thing with the first one is it was it was the first horror movie, you know, surprise reveal at, at the end that really did surprise me. Yeah. Now it might be because that was one of the early horror movies I watched, so Yeah, I I don't it's not that I don't understand the film. I just, uh, I don't know. It's tainted for me. But but Friday the 13th Part 2 is is quite the movie. I oh, think that's yeah. very fun. I think 3 is great with all its 3D gimmicks. Yo, the 3D gimmicks in that one are so yeah. hilarious. Now we get to this one, 4, which we're talking about now. Which, I I don't know. This, this is a weird one. <laughs> yeah, so... We, we do get lots of flashbacks to the previous ones. Yeah, we do. So were you guys lost? No. I mean, I don't know that I've seen two or three. Maybe I have seen two, but I definitely yeah. didn't recognize all those flashbacks. 
Okay. So I'm missing at least one movie in there. Well, that's two and three, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> in the flashback. Well, some of the flashbacks, I'm like, I think maybe I saw this. So maybe I watched one oh, my, and two a long time ago. And my reaction yeah. was different because they kept doing the the highlight reel of Jason kills. I'm like, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that one was great. <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing I really like about two is actually that the characters are so likable. Yeah, you actually do feel bad for them, yeah. too. Yeah, that's what I was talking about with Halloween, but we'll talk about that later. So we we talked about the recap that happens, and then we also discovered that it's uh, the final chapter. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. So that means there couldn't after we possibly have, be any more chapters. Yeah, after, after yeah. discussing eight and nine and ten. <laughs> Yeah, but so we're back on four, the final chapter. Yeah, the final chapter. So, how do you think Jason comes back after this movie, after being having his head half severed by a machete? Uh, well, you mentioned there were zombies. At yeah, some point. that's in part six, though. My other thought was <laughs> yeah, we're the way about part it ends five. that you know Corey Feldman, in order to beat Jason, he must become Jason. So maybe he just goes on to be messed up mentally and becomes the new jason that's what you would think but then the old jason is somehow comes back also because he's going to become a zombie at some point you said or a spirit or both yeah both technically (laughs) but that's in part six and in part nine yeah so i don't know what happens in five (laughs) well uh you're not as far removed from what happens than you would like to believe well in five you know, uh, Corey Feldman grows up to be a martial arts wielding adult at a, um, I don't know, young young man's. Wait, is it still played by Corey Feldman? No, though? oh, uh, I was like, like if they made it some years later when he was health an adult center for like mentally disturbed yeah, people for or trub- something. One of those like troubled, like, troubled kid summer camp things. Is it like yeah. recovering? Like from your trauma through karate or something like that. No, he just oh, okay. He just is obsessed with defending himself. Uh, I mean, that kind of makes yeah, sense after, after the what whole happened. Jason incident. He gets kind of paranoid about that. So Jason's not in part five. So anyway, oh okay. <laughs> and also, the Corey Feldman character, Tommy Jarvis, is not the villain. Oh, despite that look he gave at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the way they were gonna go. That was pretty funny. A different killer. I'm not going to explain it. Okay. <laughs> it's worth seeing. All right. I think it's quite good. Maybe at some point. I, I actually did enjoy the fifth one. Yeah. So, Tommy Jarvis, he, he goes insane, shaves his head. Let's, uh, let's talk about uh, Jason and how he, he's murdered in two, three, and four. Okay, yeah. <laughs> two so two I, and three. They focused on, I assume it was three, the axe to the head. Yeah. And they kept the continuity of actually having a chunk taken out of his mask. Yeah. That's a cool cool piece of continuity. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, it's too bad that trend does not continue. <laughs> yeah. But that's it's pretty oh, man, cool. How, how cool would it have been if they just had his mask continually taking more damage? Yeah, every... that, that would be cool. The mask is the most continuity accurate thing in all of the Friday the thirteenth stories. Yeah. Because, you know, by by the time you get to, like, seven, it's, like, 2,000-something. So, like... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Some interesting stuff is going on with Jason's corpse. And uh, that's where we were talking about Axel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Axel. So, yeah, his body gets taken to, I guess, the mortician. Yeah. Who doesn't do a very good job because Jason's not dead. But no. he doesn't confirm that, I guess. Because he's just 
horny doctor trying to bang the nurse. Yeah. Trying to bang the nurse while watching, watching a, a weird workout video. A workout video of porn. a woman in a le- leotard. To, to be fair, it should be the ambulance people's job to, to make sure declare, that he was dead. Yeah, to yeah. like figure out if he's dead or not. But like, apparently he bef- never... Before he even gets it processed into his place, it... Yeah, they, they should have confirmed know, the body was dead. At yeah. the very least. I don't think anyone actually looked at him. I think they were just like, yeah, serial killer. Oh, axe to the head. He's axe dead. to the head. Pretty sure that killed him. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, but... Yeah. It, no. In most situations, that would be a correct assessment. Mm-hmm. So pervy doctor guy Axel. <laughs> yeah. He's funny. He's, uh... Oh, I recognize my I'm like, that's the rabbi from Seinfeld who yeah. lives in Elaine's building. That's right. He's he's <laughs> pretty damn Paul funny would. in Seinfeld. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I want to know. I couldn't tell that video he's watching the workout video of the was it a woman in a leotard next to mirrors or were there three different women? They're three different women. Three oh, different okay. Women. I couldn't tell because they, you know, they did a good job. They were mostly synchronized. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an 80s workout video. <laughs> They were synchronized through exercise and hairstyles. Yeah. It's just so funny. He's like trying to, yeah, like get the nurse in the mood with this weird women working out in leotards. Yeah, that makes so much sense. That that whole scene is weird because then she comes in to watch the news. The news. When it says, oh, the murderer's body has been taken to the local morgue. And she cheers for that. Yeah, "Yeah, we got him. Yeah, somehow him being pervy, she's like into it. I don't. It's mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, she kind of yo-yos a lot because she goes from "you're a gross weirdo and I hate you" to "well, let's do it next to Jason's body," I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and then the arm falls His out. His hand she falls. Freaks like, out. Oh! Yeah, that's the first she's... sign he was reanimated. There were promiscuous that's people. That's yeah. Nearby. We decided that's what. Yeah, he was dead, but he could tell that people were going to bang, so he had to come back to life to kill them. Yeah, promiscuity brought him back to life. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that scene is weird. This is a scene that Xana really liked because she, you know, she's buttoning up and she's like, I can't believe I was about to do this thing. And he's like, what? And she's like, you know, I'm I'm going. Where are you going? I'm, I'm going, going crazy. crazy. <laughs> so, it's so no. cringy. Yeah, and she like, you know, zips up her uh, nurse thing. Yeah. And because she was like, you know, getting naked basically. It just it just seemed like something where the the writer just thought that that would be so funny to <laughs> yeah. squeeze in anywhere. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Just... the actress like, oh, this is such a stupid line, but I guess I gotta say it. Yeah, I it mean, was really weird. Yeah, <laughs> out of place. It just made no sense. Like we're yeah. suddenly in a sitcom. Well, yes. the rabbi from Seinfeld was there. That's <laughs> true. You know, Actually, this is a sitcom. Scene. Life, you have a lot of questions, and just as often there are answers to those questions. <laughs> that guy's so funny. Yeah. It's good yeah, stuff. I, I feel like Jason must be fueled by sexual energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he also wants he, to snuff it out. He's the, anti, he's the anti-sexual That's what energy. he exists for, is to snuff it out. Exactly. Yeah. Jason is the the greatest of all, like... Pregnancy preventers, don't you mm-hmm. think? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jason is the is the ultimate Christian. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just thinking, you know, it's kind of like the brains in Futurama. They don't want more knowledge to happen. It causes them pain. So Jason, people banging, causes him pain. <laughs> so yeah. he, he must, must come to life and kill them. He's just, he's the greatest contraceptive for younger people. There, that's <laughs> true. 
just goes around stopping any teen oh pregnancy yeah he's like that's he the thing his whole mission is no more unplanned teen pregnancies that's right <laughs> i'll stop it at all like at any at means any necessary cost. yeah yeah but he does attack people that aren't pregnant so i don't know if entirely works. well they're trying to get in the way of his good works mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's true well, they're people who could become pregnant yeah in the future <laughs> yeah could be or cause a pregnancy <laughs> yeah it's possible Yes, so. only the has there he ever fought like a group of eunuchs? No, <laughs> hasn't come up. Yeah, no, he never fights any eunuchs. <laughs> so Rita Morgan is killed. Yep. Is that the name of the nurse? R Morgan is what I was on her name oh, okay. tag. I just decided to call her Rita. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so. Did he he kill the doctor first or her or the, the doctor corner guy? Oh, I guess he yeah, does. He, he like cuts his neck with the oh, with bone, bone saw, bone, and then, bone saw, yeah, and then breaks his neck by one eighty in his head. Yeah, Axel gets pretty, slashed. Pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and so you know, then they kill Rita Morgan, stabbing her, just a regular old stabbing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he apparently actually hides their bodies. Yeah, yeah, because later they point out, like, you know, his body disappeared and. Two people went missing Someone stole from the it. hospital. There's two staff members missing yeah. from the... You That'd know, be really weird if that was the actual case, if they were just freaks. Like, let's take this Jason dead body and go bang it behind the hospital. Yeah. And then we'll just toss it in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, it would have been kind of funny if Jason just hid the bodies in the morgue. Like, it'd be super, super Oh, that'd be easy, easy. Nobody yeah. Nobody ever bothered to look. Grab yeah. them, toss them in the... Yeah. That's very true. So, we, I guess we got to talk about... Crispin Glover's, uh, you know, prowess in the bedroom. Mm, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because, yeah, when the, the teens, the group of teens for the movie, are driving up to the cabin to, I don't know if it's the weekend or the summer, how long they're planning to stay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're in the back, which was this, like, the back of the car was open. What kind of car yeah. was it? it? Was like a Jeep or anything? Or did they just have the no window It's one there? of those old, like, Buick station wagons. I don't know why the window was removed other than I'm sure it was something related to filming. Yeah. Or maybe they just, you know, thought it would be easier to travel that way. I mean, you could be. Maybe they just wanted the air. It was stuffy back there. The 80s was a different It was the time. 80s. There were no rules. Yeah. In the 80s. No back windows. No seatbelts. No need for safety. I'm actually impressed that they were facing forward in the station wagon, yeah. to be honest. I, but, I think uh, the window probably wasn't there because of filming, because... Yeah, reflections and stuff. It's probably it was probably easier. Yeah, that would be my guess. Ah, but I keep getting caught on the damn, on, you know, in the <laughs> yeah. window. Just remove well, it. Well, to be fair, if you <laughs> watch, uh, Crispin Glover's head is generally about two inches taller than the edge, so <laughs> that's one of the reasons I thought. Yeah. It's, oh, maybe. So they didn't have to like. Maybe he down. didn't want to like crunch down to film this scene. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, uh, his. <laughs> His friend Teddy, the annoying guy that thinks he's real slick with the ladies, which is oh he yeah he's the pickup artist before pickup <laughs> artistry was a well, thing. It's great to see him fail throughout the movie. I took satisfaction yeah. in that because I had a friend that was very much like Teddy in high school, similar success as in no girls liked him. Yes, um, <laughs> despite all his expert pickup moves. Uh, but yeah, he's making fun of uh, Crispin Glover. What was his name? Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Like Jimmy Woods. Yeah, because he got yeah, Jimmy Woods. He got <laughs> uh, you know, he's his girlfriend broke up with him. What do they call her? BJ Betty? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you should treat her right. And it's like, that's the thing, I did. Bull, I treated her real good. And 
<laughs> I called her. I don't know. Every time you talk now, it's Christian Slater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That's true. <laughs> you haven't recovered so much, from Slater so September. Christian, Slater. Crispin, it's easy to mix them up. <laughs> yeah, it is. They're so Slater similar. Glover. Um, <laughs> oh, geez, maybe, maybe Paul's being that'd, possessed oh, man, that'd be by a the cool fusion dance. Of, uh, Oh, but I don't, think, Slater. I don't think the fusion dance would work. I think Christian Slater's too short. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, well, you just have to, like, bend further. Yeah, you gotta I guess. bend just yeah. a little different. The problem is you could only be half Christian, half Paul, like, for 30 minutes. Mm. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> that was a bizarre conversation. <laughs> yes, that was. So, let's talk about Crispin Glover again. <laughs> So he's complaining, I don't know why she broke up with me. His dickhead friend is like, oh, it's because you're bad and bad. You're, yeah. a, you're, you're oh, a dead fuck. Yeah, that's what the computer says. Oh, yeah, the computer. Which God, what, Were they that? trying to make this a joke? Because it was a terrible one. Yeah. He's pretend typing on, what is that? I think is it, it was a actually pizza keyboard? box. Is it pizza yeah. box? Some orange thing. <laughs> yep, and then he's all like sitting there just kind of like looking. Hmm, hmm. Well, it says here that you are a uh, a dead fuck. That's what it says. Yep. He's like, what? Basically. It's not me. It's what the computer says. Yeah. Chris I don't gonna... like that you say that to me. I know. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the whole thing. He's, he's, just, he's just sad now. Yeah, this like eats away at him over the weekend. <laughs> it's not me. The computer said it. There is no computer. And there is no, no Betty. Betty coincidence but yeah it was funny we were pointing out like you know teddy's giving him shit for i guess his girlfriend breaking up with him but it's like you don't have a girl either teddy yeah you're here yeah. solo as well <laughs> yeah. we so, do get the the brief moment where they pass the Canada hitchhiking yeah hippie chick yeah who i like yeah she has the the sign that's canada and love and then on the other side, there's a giant fuck you. Yeah, because <laughs> they pass by her and yell something out at her because they're not going to pick her up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Crispin Glover says, God, I'm horny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's I just have right. have to remember, remember to say <laughs> yeah, that. You can cause... watch this so that you can hear Christian. <laughs> Christian, <laughs> it's happening. It. <laughs> Christian Glover, Crispin Slater. <laughs> Crispin oh. Slater. <laughs> that's, that's who needs to do the fusion dance. I don't think the world The world's not ready for that. Cool. A combination between Crispin Glover and Christian Slater. I don't think <laughs> that's the, too much. I don't think the Rumble wanted us to abandon Christian Slater. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop talking about him. It's already been weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, watching this movie, you can you can say, I have heard Crispin Glover complain about being horny. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, Canada and Love Girl. She's the first she's the third kill. Third kill. Oh, you're right, because the the hospital people the hospital had to go people. first. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it that fast because she's just like, ah, and then she sits down, eats a banana, and gets stabbed through the neck. Yep. Yep. Squeezes the banana and she's murdered. Yep. Yeah. I think that it was, uh, was too phallic. Exactly. Yeah. Jason's like, that looks like sucking a dick. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Jason also hates bananas. <laughs> well, they're too much like penises. He... Yeah. Bananas he are way too much like those. Penis. He doesn't eat cucumbers. <laughs> yep. Jason's mission is chastity by force. <laughs> I mean, he's probably very anti anything that resembles female genitalia. That's probably yeah, that's true. true. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. So <laughs> this is al already getting creepy. So we got to talk about Gordon the dog. Oh yeah, Gordon. That was the dog. And we name. know his what name his because name? we Gordon? hear it. 
four hundred. <laughs> how many times do you hear Gordon? Seven oh, in Gordon's this scene. mentioned it a lot. Yeah, like the first scene, it was like seven times. It's a very yeah. Gordon Corey Feldman. It's like Gordon, yeah. Gordon, where are you, Gordon? Hey, Gordon, the dog. You're a good dog, Gordon. So in case you missed it, his name is Gordon. Yeah, they'll only say it about two dozen more times. So pay attention. <laughs> and anytime this dog is on screen, his name will be said at least six oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's a dog. I mean, that we were, uh, you know, early on, Zan and I were thinking, like, ah, they're just saying the dog's name to make his death more, uh, you know, sting Potent. more. Yeah. But no, his... <laughs> nope. His he gets, a, is, he he gets a much the, better I don't, I don't know what happened. It doesn't make sense. It's up <laughs> no, to the viewers. No, it doesn't. Yeah, they're leaving it open. So but this movie's a lot deeper. I was going to say, you know, because it always bugs me when animals die in movies. I will say you do not see a bloody dog body. That is true. So happy about that. You see a, a dog make sad noises. It wags its tail happily and then <laughs> leaps out of the window. I don't know what happened there. So you're either left to assume Jason threw him out the window off screen yeah. or the dog bugged out. He could, yeah, he Landed could sense the evil. Feet. Yeah. It's just that, really I funny because like... it's the dog's so happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's clearly just fine, but... I don't even know what to think about that scene. I just I like the idea that he just jumps out the window and then Call of the Wild happens with uh -huh. this dog and it just moves to yeah. Alaska to pull sleds. <laughs> this uh I don't know. Like golden a golden retriever. retriever yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Rudolph for this this yeah, dog exactly. He's like a golden retriever in a pile of huskies. <laughs> well, he's like Rudy wanting Sash. You know, Sean Astin wanting to play for the Irish. But oh, yeah. The dog is like, I want to compete in the Iditarod. Nobody can say I can't. Just because my, my fur is golden. <laughs> it's a true, oh, a literal underdog story. <laughs> the the sidequel to this, Gordon's story. Yeah, Gordon's story. <laughs> Friday the 13th, 4.5. Gordon's story. What's going on in this podcast? <laughs> maybe, Gord maybe Gordon briefly becomes the new Jason. You just see the dog wagging his tail with, the, walking with, around the, with the machete, machete hanging, hanging out, out of his mouth. his mouth. Oh, yeah, and they just play, like, evil music. Yep. <laughs> He's going in slow motion. <laughs> to win the race, he's, like, going around cutting the, like, uh, yeah, Achilles see? tendons of the opposing team or whatever. Just has a hockey mask attached to the top, top of his head, head. <laughs> okay so <laughs> hey i'm just saying they've made movies about dogs playing basketball this sounds way oh, better yeah. air jason <laughs> oh, no so. but now i have a great idea for another reboot of this movie <laughs> oh okay but there's so. probably an unrelated film about a dog named Gordon and that's why that they are emphasizing the name Gordon so much. Or maybe they just liked the dog and that was its actual name and they yeah. just wanted to say it a lot. <laughs> probably. Could be. Maybe the dog responds to its name a lot better. Yeah. So anyway, Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> but Gordon! <laughs> yeah, well, Gordon is the most important character in the film. I mean, Rodney but... said Friday the 13th Part 5 is different, so maybe it is the Gordon movie and we just don't know, Xana. Yeah, I might be keeping it a secret. Oh... <laughs> uh, so they had to tie up that loose end. We don't know what happened to Gordon. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Corey Feldman, just stop, please. Corey Feldman is playing Zaxxon in an alien mask. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah, that was weird. So I, I kind of, I didn't think much about this at the time. Like, oh, he just likes monster masks and stuff. But does that show that like he was already, you know, into dark stuff? 
He like as a child having he, things cover his face. I don't know. I think it was just for Tom Savini to do more things. He just wanted to have more. Yeah, yeah. That would Let me make, make some cool masks and puppets. The kid so, will like them. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the kid makes these. Tom Savini, <laughs> he at Tommy least Jarvis. Up. Yeah, it's all coming together now. They both named Tom, and we don't know. They never show a father of any kind. Maybe Tom Savini banged that kid's mom. Yeah, maybe he's Corey Feldman's dad. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. New new movie theory. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, so Corey Corey Feldman, he, Tommy Jarvis, <laughs> Tommy Jarvis, he he sees those uh those teenagers banging. The, oh well, yeah, the twenty six year old. Because like they come by and yeah. say hello, like we're staying next door, and then uh, yeah, they just have their window fully open, and the Getting two naked. Yeah, the two that actually bang each other. Because it seems like the other one, there's the virgin girl that hasn't, you know, decided to have sex yet. And then the two boys, uh, Teddy and Crispin Glover. Yeah. And then uh, those two. Is that everybody? The six that came up? Yeah. Because they meet other girls there to even out the boy-girl ratio. They do, yeah. They they meet the twins. The twins, yeah. The twins, Tina and Terry. But w- Corey Feldman views uh the do you know the character's name the uh yeah i believe it's samantha and paul yeah yeah so she's getting naked it's funny because he's watching but it just i think that's funny because i feel like this is the kind of thing little kids would do where he wants to watch because you know he's like nine years old and interested but he's also like grossed out at the same time so he's going like and like Like rolling around around on the bed and like putting his head, smashing his head into the pillow. I'm sure it's something like, oh, I'm watching something I'm not supposed to. Yeah, then he'll immediately look back up. And And then then he's like giggling and stuff. This is very exciting. I must bash my head into my own bed. (laughs) And then, you know, oh, his mom's coming in to check on him, so he's got to pretend he's asleep. And she she notices there are naked people across the way with their window open. So she's like, well... I'm not going to wake up Corey because I don't want him to see. So I'm going to close it's not the Corey, shade. Yeah. yeah. So she just discreetly closes the shades and yes. you know, he does open his eyes. So we don't get to know whether he got up to peek some more or not. But probably. Yeah. I have no, no <laughs> idea. No idea. But at least he does get to see, you know, a lot of nudity later on. At the <laughs> yeah. Lake. At the lake. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, that's where we're headed to next. Yeah. So. Where we meet the twins and has one of the most confusing parts of this entire movie when the twins are on their bike. Oh, we're, yeah. We're trying to get to the lake. Do you know where it is? That, that way. way. They, the opposite way that we came from. That's where we're going, we're going right, right now. now. <laughs> like, like, okay. What? <laughs> you're heading the wrong direction. That has always confused me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just the impulsive thing of like, well, we want to hang out with you guys. So we're going there, too. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. Yeah. They were just so into Paul. <laughs> they, yeah, everyone loves Paul. Everyone loves Paul. <laughs> just can't get enough of that. Yep. Totally. That's the problem with people named Paul, I guess. <laughs> so, that's, uh, man, too many movies have characters named Paul. Yeah. You know? Common Sleepaway gutter Camp. name. <laughs> yeah. Sleepaway Camp had a Paul. Oh, it did? Yeah. Was it? Oh, was it the friend? Yeah, yeah. The good night. Okay. Yeah, good night. And then you got this one, and then you got Halloween, which yep, I kept. Which Rodney kept <laughs> desperately not to sing stuff from from Halloween. <laughs> you guys haven't seen Halloween in a long time. Have you? It's been it yeah, it's been, been at least ten years. No, I okay. can't remember. I see that movie like way too often for some reason. <laughs> I just like. 
I don't know. That's whenever I see this movie, is this the movie where that girl sings the Oh Paul song? Nope, it's Halloween. Like immediately afterwards. Wait, no, that's Halloween. Yes. So, so then we get promiscuous twenty-year-old teens going 20, skinny. Twenty-six-year-old teens, yeah. <laughs> the the twenty-six-year-old teenagers they all go skinny dipping except Sarah, who gets pushed into the water via trickery. Yeah, her friend. <laughs> she was deceived. How dare she? Yeah. Meanwhile, the <laughs> Tommy Gordon and. I think it's his sister, right? Yeah. It's hard to tell because his sister and mom are only four years different in age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, her mother must have been 10 or 12 when she had Trish. So. <laughs> she, she could be like an aunt or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be their mom. I'm yeah, sure. I think it's implied that it's at the very least Tommy's mother. Yeah. So, and since. Trish is Tommy's sister. You can only assume. <laughs> I suppose. But we do get another chance to see Tommy being a perv. Oh, yes. Because the, the sister's, okay, well, I think we're going to go because I'm clearly overdressed. And Tommy's, oh, come on. Let's just hang out here for yeah. just a little while. He's like, let me watch. Or <laughs> like, no. Yeah. No, we're not going to let, let young Corey Feldman be pervy at the lake. So their car stops working. Mm. Damn it, Corey Feldman. Get out there and fix it. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was funny. He's like eight or nine. She's like, fix the car. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she doesn't get driver. out or anything. Yep. He needs a screwdriver. What does he need the screwdriver for? I got no fucking idea. He checks everything, he says. To fix the solenoid. Yeah, that's what he said. That's the only thing that could be wrong with it. Can you explain this, Josh? <laughs> no. What's a solenoid? <laughs> Uh, I'd have to look it up again. I can't remember. But do you need a screwdriver for a solenoid? No, especially because when Mysterious Stranger Man comes by to fix it, he doesn't fix anything. He just completes an electrical circuit. Yeah, he just sort of jams his knife in there and there's some sparks. It sparks and restarts. The car starts. I know that's yep. not what the solenoid does. <laughs> well, there you go. That's what we know about this car situation. So then Tommy Jarvis, like, takes him home to see his monster heads. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Marks it's really weird because they, they go, this is like the guy that has all the camping gear, right? He's yeah. the one we mentioned that is going to, he's there to hunt Jason down, yeah, I guess. hunting yep. Jason. Uh, and is he from the previous movies or just he says he has a sibling from the previous movie? He says he has a sibling from the previous movie. But this guy right. didn't appear in two or three? Nope. Okay. So, yeah, it's just weird, though, because they get home and the mom just sees Corey Feldman taking this adult guy by the hand, like, come on, come up to my room. She's like, this, whoa, what's going oh, on? Not even that. It's yeah. this adult drifter who has yeah. just been living in the woods trying to murder someone. Yep, very true. And he's going up to Corey Feldman's room. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. At, le at least Tommy's meeting new people, I guess. <laughs> sure. So, oh, he'll meet a lot of new people in this. Mm -hmm. So... We, we have to talk about the party, because this is, like, a huge portion of the movie. Okay, okay. Yeah. but we, right before that, there's the scene, 
and I did not get it until you mentioned it, where we definitely get Tom Savini showing off. Oh, yeah. Young Corey Feldman shows him the puppet that he made. Yeah, the animatronic <laughs> puppet yeah. head. Check yep. this out. Yeah. It does that. It's like, and right after you mentioned it, it's like, oh, this was just Tom Savini made this. He's like, I want to put this in a movie. Yeah, put it yeah. in the movie, damn it. He also has like a weird, like, I don't know, big insect leg that he wraps around the guy's throat. Yeah. Ah, check it out. I did all this stuff. I don't know what to do with it. Let's uh, put it in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what it felt like for this scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's cool. Did they just shoot this like on location in Tom Savini's actual house? <laughs> and here's the workshop. <laughs> I think his house would be much weirder than this. That is very um, this true. This is just Tom Savini's son's bedroom. Oh, uh, yep. yeah. <laughs> that tracks. He's probably like filled a tote with some of random stuff. Okay, put that in Corey Feldman's room. Yep. <laughs> oh, the party. This is the weirdest. <laughs> this is the weirdest party ever. And I, so we've and got I love this. The party. next like 20 five minutes of the film where people are just having a party basically yeah. i mean that's what they're there for it's their weekend summer trip thing yep but and they're young but there's people. those new twins there oh so. yes now there's an even guy to girl ratio yep but they cause a ruckus because they all want to be with paul yeah it's really Man, like where where the one twin wants to be with paul and the other one kind of wants to be with Teddy, but then realize he's an ass loser, he's a weird so. <laughs> creeper guy. Okay, but we also get one of the best cinematic <laughs> things ever filmed, which is we do get uh, Crispin Glover doing his dancing. Yep, <laughs> with one of the twins. It's amazing. It, it is so good. It is believed. so beautiful to yeah, watch. I love this. It. It's like it's good. Check it out. <laughs> Yeah. He put he puts on this rock song. You want to dance to this? It's a good song, and you you can't describe it. You must. Watch I mean, it. he kind of has his arms out like he does a bunch of stuff like crazy T Rex dancing and the semi headbang. Thing I can think is dance and be triangles. Like just keep making triangles with your hands and body. No. This, this <laughs> single performance set all uh, white male dancing. <laughs> Back a million years. Uh, I don't know. Depends. Violent maybe, jutting triangles. Maybe some people just <laughs> didn't get it yet. I think he was way ahead of his time. Maybe he was doing the Humpty dance. <laughs> you know, maybe. It's so funny, though. I I imagine it was a thing where, like, hopefully, I assume Christian Glover came. Or, yeah. <laughs> Crispin Glover came up with the dance himself. Like, no, just let me do it. It's going to be good. Yeah. You're still doing it. It's hard. No, no, I think it was a lot closer yeah, to It was a, it was all better. So we'll, he'll he'll get trained. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to break the habit. I know. It was hard after the last month. We've been spending week uh, over a month talking like Christian Slater. <laughs> it's a very so. hard habit to kick. <laughs> <laughs> you should Christian Crispin, it's just too damn close. Do your, friend, do your friends suffer from Crispin Christian syndrome? <laughs> we need to watch a real like Crispin Glover heavy movie to help me break. break oh this. yeah, I guess so. I guess we do. We need to watch more. He's the main character, Willard. I haven't seen it, so yeah. I mean, Willard's good. <laughs> yes, his dance. It's worth watching this movie at least for that. Yep. Yes, I guess we could watch Clowny Clown Clown several times in a row. Yeah, <laughs> that would that would work, right? His his dance works though. Kinda, yeah. It <laughs> It does. He does that dance and then gets laid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a little bit later, but 
you know, maybe she's like, oh, this guy's kind of, well, yeah, we he's get... kind of, he's quirky. Goofy, free spirit kind of guy. Yeah. Well, Whereas Teddy's just a jackass. Well, yeah. we find out that the Paul character is, uh, I, I'm not sure how to describe him because the one twin is interested. He is one of the people there with his girlfriend. Yeah. And he's just like, cool, I'm going to dance with you and make out in the corner. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> like, what? Because, yeah, he's the one with the girlfriend there, and it's not the virgin girl, so it's not like the thing where it's like, well, she's not giving me any, so I'm going to get with this yeah. random twin. And she's even, like, the girlfriend, you know, maybe they like doing that thing, making each other jealous, flirting with other people. I maybe guess. it's just a thing they do. Because she's like, well, I'm going out to for a swim, but well, expecting him to follow her. Yeah. He does eventually, you know, he's slow dancing with the twin for a while, which is pretty awkward. Yep. Yeah, his girlfriend was there. Yeah. Everybody else is there like, oh, you're going out with her, but you're dancing with this new girl. Okay. Yep. But at least in the end, he does go, oh, sorry, I can't go through with it. Like, yeah. So he was considering just going upstairs and banging her, but. Yep. But he decided <laughs> not, not to. Maybe I should follow my girlfriend out to the lake, which I think she was expecting to, and they were going to bang on the raft. Sure. After being that covered would, in dirty that lake been a water. Terrible idea. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, because girlfriend on. goes out there, skinny dips to this raft floating in the middle of this lake. This is a raft Cropsy left behind. Curses <laughs> the name of her boyfriend. <laughs> and then gets murder stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as she knows, her last uh, her last memories really are the fact that her boyfriend's probably just gonna go bang one of those twin girls. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, she yeah. left and he was slow dancing with another girl. Yeah. Yeah. You think Cropsy did leave that raft as like a courtesy to the next serial killer? Yeah. It's like <laughs> rafts are good kill tools for Look, teenagers. You gotta yeah. you got to pay it forward if you're in the serial killer yeah, semi monster like, yeah. person. I'll, I'll set him up for you. I just like there's like a professional courtesy here, with yeah. these here, look, serial this, killer this monsters. Worked well for me. I'm sorry, Santa. You're the only. Yeah, it's one of the few the movies you missed. The I'm burning. Setting him up. You're knocking him down. That's how it's gonna work <laughs> this time. <laughs> Oh, yes, we, we do get burning. another fantastic scene, mostly because I don't, I can't tell how much is acting and how much is just the oh. genuine actor's response, because they make him strip down to boxers and swim to the raft in the nastiest pond Wait, water. He's like trudge through the mud, and, and you can slime. watch him just. Oh God, I'm stepping in it the whole time he's doing this. <laughs> He eventually gets, you know, fully submerged. And you can see his face and he's, like, cringing. It's just like, oh, no. Yeah. It's, the water's yeah. touching me and it's, it's gross. It's pretty funny in contrast. Like, the, the woman's like, I just got to get in as fast yeah. as I can. Yeah. <laughs> she knew what to do. So, yeah, he also gets he also gets murdered. Yes, he does. Yeah. So, Paul and Samantha. Oh, wait, is he the one that gets? No. Who gets yes. the spear gun? Is he the one that gets the yep. spear gun yeah. to the dick? Spe spear gun to the dick. Oh, yeah. man. That one's brutal. It is. That's quite the, quite the kill. Mm -hmm. Bravo yeah. movie. So, well, you know, when you uh, hire Tom Savini for special effects, you better damn well use him. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, anyway. So two partiers are down. Oh, we also learned that Tommy leaves the door open. I gotta mention that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was... I was personally disturbed by this, because the drifter guy is leaving to go live Camp. in the forest. Yeah. And Terry... That was her name, right? Sherry? 
Terry? Trish. 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 (laughs) Too many. No, Terry was one of the twins. Yeah, she was one of the twins, yeah. (laughs) Trish is just basically telling him, wow, well, you know, we just live alone up here. We don't even lock the doors, and and Tommy leaves the door open all the time, and... Yeah, if we're not here, he'll leave the door open. It's like, what? But you live out in the wilderness. Wild animals are going to wander in. Do you want to give him, like, a note, like, hey, guess what? We also don't have guns, and here's a list of every one of our worst fears. Yeah. (laughs) And by the way, I don't sleep in any clothes. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that neither window does my there, mom. That window the there is mine. <laughs> yeah, she and basically I leave like, it unlocked and partially open every night. Invite, she like does invite him over if you want to take a shower, you know. Yeah. We make sure to leave chainsaws outside of the front door. <laughs> you know, in case we have a fireplace emergency and need some emergency fire. What? She's so crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah, God. That was just such a weird sp- part. Yep. Oh, we got to talk about how, like, Ted finds a stag film. Oh, so weird. Like an old black and white. Yep. The, the silent stag film. <laughs> oh, yeah, like a <laughs> silent, silent stag film. The, the one that you'd see in, you know, old cartoons where you'd put a penny into it and you'd look in the viewfinder and you'd get a. 30 second movie. <laughs> yep. Except there's, it's a, you know, just a reel of those oh, yeah. 30 yeah. second films. Very interesting. So that's the movie they put on. <laughs> Mostly yep. just women, topless women doing weird dances and stuff. Yep. Yeah. There's like a tiki, like a hula skirt dance. The first one, whatever. I don't know. You know, a couple look, women this in era, They did not know what they were doing yet as far as, uh, well, d- as you know, erotic Film Silent erotic like, films where well, a woman yells you know, help look, and then pizza it, delivery hadn't even been yeah. invented, so like the premise of most modern <laughs> porn was therefore not established. Mm, yet. That's that's true. I, I mean, back then you just needed to see the body, and there you go. <laughs> that's true. Very From when true. this was made, like anything above the knee would have been scandalous. Uh huh. <laughs> well, you know how it went with the invention of uh, motion pictures is. Someone invented a camera that could take multiple pictures that you could play in sequence. And then they were like, what if I took naked photos of my wife? That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Hey, to, be, to be fair, <laughs> the entirety of human invention has been, we'll come up with an idea and how can I kill someone with it? Or how can I help it help? How can I use it to get use sex. it to get fucked? Yeah. <laughs> It's like I that joke and what we do in the sex. shadows. Yes. And Laz is like, you know, motion pictures were invented. And then about 15 minutes later, the first porno was made. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> good. So, so Teddy is super into watching this thing. Oh, yeah, he thinks he's got it's hilarious. one of the twins with him. She, I love and, how uninterested she seems because the other twin finally decided since Paul left, well, I'll settle on uh, Crispin. Glover. Yep. <laughs> no Slater. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, wow. You chose me. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's oh, funny. Oh, she's oh, like, boy. I thought you were into, you know, we were into Paul. And she's like, well, I was, but he's gone now. Yep. You're my third <laughs> choice. <Yeah. laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wow. You picked me over, I Teddy. Have, <laughs> I haven't been a third choice ever. Yeah, uh, technically he was picked over Teddy. So. True. Yeah, I think at first they were like, maybe we're open to Teddy, and then, yeah, realized how crappy he was. <laughs> and like, Because yeah. the other sister that gets stuck with Teddy just looks like super bored. He's sitting there cracking up watching this, you know, 
yeah, the now, smut now reel. In one, of, in one of the scenes, you do see him smoking yeah. something briefly. So I'm like, okay, well, if he's, you know, smoked a doob, then yeah, he, you could laugh at anything. Yeah, the uh, the one twin takes uh, takes Crispin Glover upstairs to bang. And then so, the, yeah, the other one just has to hang out with Teddy. Yes. Which she gets sick of after a little bit. Yep. <laughs> well, it's his pickup artistry at work. If I pretend to be more interested in this film, you know. Yeah, and that worked out great for him. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Teddy. <laughs> so, anyway. Gosh, it just reminds me, like, I love to see him fail because it reminded me so much of my annoying friend in high school. It's so funny how satisfying yes. it is for you. <laughs> Paul was doing that voice throughout yeah, yeah, the movie. Because so. my friend would be like, no, dude, what you got to do? You got to tell, like make the girl think you're not interested and she'll come begging nude he would always like have all these <laughs> tips for everyone nothing ever worked for him <laughs> he would try amazing yeah. um, that's i mean that's how that kid sounded he, he was always calling everyone dog no dog what you got to do dog he's uh <laughs> you insult the girl lower her self-worth and then uh yeah you got made it's like oh really how often has that worked for you well it'll work this time dude <laughs> he was always so confident that his stupid schemes would work that he could like he thought he had some kind of power over women. He could manipulate them. It never, ever, ever worked. What What became of this person? Uh, I mean, he eventually grew up. And I think he uh, actually weirdly moved to Korea to become an English teacher. Okay. And I think he I'm did sure he was a great English teacher. He eventually did get <laughs> married, right, no, I think. <laughs> maybe because, you know, he's so weird and exotic. <laughs> In Korea, that they're like, in Korea, they <laughs> they just assume that's how all, all oh, Americans are. I always are. used to make fun of him for looking like Harry Potter, so I used <laughs> to call him Harry Potter looking motherfucker. <laughs> so maybe he leaned into that, that you know, his wife like, oh, he looks like Harry Potter. Maybe I no, know. I assume after high school he, hopefully he grew up some and wasn't so. Bad. I assume so. Maybe yes. he start eventually tried treating a uh, you know woman as a person and like, whoa, that worked. Maybe <laughs> instead of like we'll try this, you know, you know, a trophy, his conquest, which he never succeeded. <laughs> I just like to believe he never succeeded ever. <laughs> I just I like that idea. I mean, if he had he's kept not, going the way he was going, a, he's not just a middle aged guy trying the same stuff in Korea and still having the no, same dude. success rate. <laughs> he was in too deep with his Prince of Persuasia subscription. Oh yeah, he's just like that. The stupid so for Bob's Burgers, Prince of Persuasia. And then I think there was a real book. Was it called like The Game? Yeah. yeah. I bet you he looked up tips from that because he said a lot of really stupid things that sound like they would be in that. It yeah. definitely ruined a good portion of male brains, that book. <laughs> <laughs> so now that that's happened. So we Crispin Glover, he asks, uh, he has to ask the girl. Mm. I think he's with Tina. Because, yeah, it's been messy. Yeah. It's been eating away at him the whole time, Teddy being a dick. I'm, I'm not a dead fuck, am I? Yep. He asks, and she's like, no. I basically. thought you were great. Oh, 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 yeah, oh he wow. Gets upset. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the guys at the Olivia convention hear about yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> so... So he goes down to open a celebratory bottle of wine because mm -hmm. he got some. And proves to Teddy, who's stoned, and congratulates him. Yeah, he's pretty happy, though. Like, he gets the best death, I think, because he dies happy. I mean, except for those last few seconds where he's alive. Yeah. But, like, he just banged, you know, 
new girl and she said he was great. And he's like, oh, I'm great. Yeah. I'm like, you know, just Jason gave him a corkscrew. Yeah. <laughs> it's like couldn't find the corkscrew and wham, corkscrew to the hand. Yep. And then uh, chops him in the head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So relatively fast death. But just before that, he was he was he's pretty happy good. on cloud nine. Yeah. That's the way you do it. So. then. <laughs> Oh, the other sister left. Oh, yeah. Or tried she, to leave at this point. She came, like, when they had banged or whatever. She's like, come on, we need to go. She's like, you go. And yeah. so the other sister puts on her weird see-through poncho. Yep. And goes outside. And then get, she gets, gets Jason speared into the house. Yeah. yeah. But then Doug and Sarah actually get it on. So Sarah, the, 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 virgin, the virgin girl. girl. <laughs> on virgins. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now she's lost her plot protection. Yep. Yep, she so shed she her plot die. armor. Yeah. So the this this is kind of just where things go off the rails because like Doug and Sarah they start banging in a shower, and <laughs> this whole all oh, this whole scene was just so weird. Like the shower's running, she goes to get a towel, yeah, to leave to dry her hair, kind of, to then yes. get back in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I is I guess her plan. Yeah, it's confusing because the towel in the shower just, it, no, no, it broke my brain. I like brain. Paul's reaction. She couldn't go, she couldn't go with a straight dry towel. It'd oh, be no, too it'd much be of a shock, shock to her system. system. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those little tiny wall-mounted shower heads that's pointing at the guy. Her pulling the shower in, the water's not even getting on her. Yeah, that's true. But it has previously gotten on her. <laughs> and, you know, there's got to be some splashing going on yeah. with, the, with the water hitting a hard surface. So the towel's getting somewhat wet. <laughs> so concerned about this we, towel. Yes. <laughs> so it's her usage of it. She's, exactly. She's doing it all wrong. Man. Yeah, the towel's fine. It's just... <laughs> Look, it, you need a towel for any no survival one, situation. No one taught She's just using it improperly. It. Yeah, like a towel's just a tool, you know. Yep. Yeah, her mother Depends never taught her to use a it. towel as a child. <laughs> You know, they didn't actually show her naked, so I guess that was just the actress wanting yeah. to be covered. Yeah, uh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. You see her ass through the through the this glass. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the most you I, see. I think it's just that she didn't want to be completely nude. Yeah, but it's screen. also like, yeah, the not totally see-through glass, and it's foggy, so. Mm-hmm. I realize that's the actual reason, but it's well, confusing use yeah, of yeah, the yeah. towels. <laughs> just worried about the towel, okay, so. Anyway, we get a very interesting uh, Jason kill because Doug gets accosted oh, in the man. shower and apparently Jason is just going to crush his head against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's singing that tangerine song. Yeah. And yeah. Crush it like breaks through the thing. Yep, he's like crushing the glass. front of his face with his yeah. hand, like breaking his nose and stuff. So Jason has really strong hands. And then, yeah, just yeah. mushes his head into the wall. It's pretty crazy. So, we also briefly see Tommy Jarvis having two suckers at once. Oh, yep. yeah, right. Because they were, I guess they had been gone all day for some reason. Yep. Corey Feldman and his sister and the mom was like looking for them. And, you know, she does the thing where she turns to the camera and is like, ah, you know, screams. Oh, yes. Which at the time I thought that she was going to see the dog she's, dead. She was also looking for Gordon. Yeah, she's Gordon looking is a for very Gordon. important character, that Gordon. But uh, this is the last we see of the mom right yep no body but the kids do come home like mom mom where are you yeah she she turns to look at the camera screams and no one sees her or her body ever again 
That's true. Ominous. Oh, uh, also, I guess we forgot to mention that he kills the other twin by throwing her out a window onto the oh, car. Oh, yeah, after Crispin Glover, <laughs> right? Cause... So, yeah. That was interesting. That's right. I, rem- I remember watching that, and it's like, well, I mean, that had hurt like hell, but I mean... She could have survived. Pro- probably wouldn't have killed you. <laughs> yeah. Unless, you know, she got knocked out and he went up out there and just, like, stepped on her neck and killed her. Because, to, to be fair, the other survivor later falls the same distance, from the same yeah. distance. Yeah. But onto mud and not a car. Yeah, I guess the mud, it was raining, so it would be soft mud? Yeah. I don't know. But in any case, Sarah gets axed. Sarah. Oh, the, yes. The towel person. The, the oh, okay. former, like, yeah. former virgin. Which one is Sarah? Okay, towel girl. <laughs> yep, axe to the chest. Yeah, because she, she finds one of the bodies and screams. And- well, because what's his face is like, his head had been smashed. Yeah. And he yep. just like, left him through the shower door, so there's just blood everywhere. Yeah, kind of like. <laughs> I don't know, deep red or something. And then <laughs> she goes to run out the door, and I just love it because the axe flies through the door mm. to bury in her chest. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Her towel didn't protect her. But this is where, you know, we pretty much got all the people. How did they kill Teddy? Oh, Teddy? He's... The movie runs out the reel, and he's like, oh, and it goes up to the projector screen, I guess. And then Jason just slices him through the screen. He just yep. stabs him in the back of the head through the uh, screen. I wish Teddy had gotten the spear gun to the dick. Yeah, that would have been, cool. been more satisfying. Yeah, whatever. Or a machete to the dick. Just something to his dick. Something <laughs> something had to happen no, to Teddy's dick. The, <laughs> the man that was taking all the women is the one that had to get the spear gun I to the dick. I guess so. That's true. His dick was the most offensive to Jason. Yeah. Because yeah, it got true. the most action. Remember, he is a devout holy warrior, that yeah, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> so... Why would he okay, take I, it out on an I unused I also stick? have to admit they yeah. have that's that true. they have that awesome <laughs> cut where what's her name gets the axe to the chest and then it immediately just cuts to Corey Feldman sitting on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that brief moment's like, "Oh god, Corey killed her." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cuz the the lights go out and Trish has to like she goes to check on the people next door cuz she can't find her mom mm-hmm. and and tells Corey Feldman to fix the lights. Yep. And proceeds to leave him alone in the house. Yep. You handle the electrical problems. Yeah, you, you fix the electricity in the house. I'll go see if the neighbors are okay. They're not okay, as it turns out. That's true. Well, I guess while during this, we, we should talk about how the the homeless guy... He's not, I guess, technically homeless. The guy hunting Jason gets yes. drawn away. The Jason breaks into his tent Satanist. to break his gun. The yeah. vile Satanist Rob. Exactly. Wait, why is he a Satanist? Because Jason is Jason's the a holy man. effigy of good. Yes. Um, yeah, and he's hunting Jason. Therefore, has to be Satan. <laughs> That's right. Well, now Jason's the effigy of chastity. <laughs> yes. He's the chastity god. <laughs> he's a he's a vengeful. He's spirit. an avenging angel. <laughs> we chastity do. God. The, the name of chastity. Of chastity. Yep. Uh, very uh, we, scary. Well, we also get that weird scene where, because uh, I remember Trish like goes and finds his tent, climbs in it for some reason. I think to get out Just of the it's rain. Raining. Yeah, but then he comes up and he slashes the wall of his own tent to threaten her. Yeah. No one said Rob was smart. 
That's and fair. I was like, what are you doing? And like, that's your own tent, dude. That's Why your did tent, you do dude. that? Why did... Although, the door was open. Yeah. Earlier, he did find a uh, his weapon destroyed and left in the tent. So yeah. I think he it knows had him... Jason's around. Yeah, not not willing to take any chances. I guess this is the part, right, where he talks about the previous movies and points out, like, yes, he's sick, but he's dead. He's dead. He's like, no, the body's gone missing. Yeah, this is where we find out that the body's two people from the hospital are also missing. And she's like, well, somebody probably stole it. He's like, nope. I know how this guy is. He's not dead. That's true. So this is where we get Trish, you know discovering all the bodies and freaking out and jumping out a window. <laughs> yeah, Jason, yeah. Jason has arranged them in menacing ways. Yeah. She jumps out the window after she bashes them with a monitor. But Gordon jumps out first, right? Gordon jumps out first. Yeah. The dog goes into the house with her. It was funny because he was just there like, oh, I guess Gordon is alive. Well, she climbed yeah. out the kitchen window because uh, Crispin, Crispin Glover's body. body was like nailed to the doorway. Yeah. yeah. It would have been easier to step over one of the twins. Oh, yeah. She goes to the front door and there's just a dead twin. She could have hopped over. But no. Yeah. She is scared of that and walks away. Yeah. And then then is scared of uh, Crispin Crispin Glover's corpse. Crucified onto the door. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So she decides to break out a window because that'll work. Oh, yeah. And right before this, we did get Gordon's epic escape from. He's much more graceful at getting out of the house. Yep, Gordon just runs up to the second story, jumps out a window. Last we see of him. Yep. Until Friday the 13th, part 4.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Rob gets stabbed. Oh, by yeah. Jason several times in the dark. He's oh, yeah. Cause yelling they... for Trish to run away. Back in she... their house. Yeah. Oh, this that part co- was weird because uh, they, they go down into the basement together and then decide there's nothing there and then start leaving. And then he decides to go back down and then gets in a fight. Yeah. With Jason. It was really dark, though. I couldn't tell. But what is happening? I guess Jason's there. Well, it was weird because his foot fell through the stairs. And, and then he decided to go back down. Yeah, and down. then he decided to go down because I guess that was a sign Jason was there. Yeah. And he just immediately loses. To oh, Jason. yeah. He, for the hero guy that's hunting Jason, he does nothing. Yep. And it, another thing that was really weird about this is like, if you couldn't actually see them, it, ju- it sounds like a fake fight. You know, like he's mm-hmm. sitting there screaming, you know, oh, he's here. He's got me. Yeah. Oh, he's got me. Wouldn't it have been weird if it was like an elaborate prank that everyone was playing <laughs> in that part right there? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Mrs. Jarvis was in on it too. Yeah. That's why you never see her death. <laughs> so, anyway, well, yeah, like early on, I, I mean, assume, I assume Jason would be in there, but they could have done the twist where really it was the Rob guy going around killing everyone. Like yeah. if you open, you know, his duffel bag falls down and the Jason mask falls out or something. Yeah, but that's not how it went. He was just a terrible Jason hunter. He tells her yep. to run away. She stands there watching. Yeah, standing runs there screaming. Away. And the then comes of back, the changes her mind and goes yeah, back and down. Yeah, and then runs back downstairs. Yeah, that's how she gets grabbed by Jason through the stairs. Mm-hmm. And then runs away. Man, yeah, these that... people flip-flop too much. It gets them killed. I like when Corey Feldman is grabbed and she bashes Jason with a hammer for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a multitude of times whack, in the head. Whack, whack, whack. Well, that didn't hurt like hell. And she like buries the hammer into his head, the oh. other side with the... Thing oh yeah, she gets yeah. him like in the, in the, the neck, back of the neck. Yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, 
Yeah, he gets mad. He like takes it out and throws it back at them. I do like that because <laughs> they had locked the doors and windows and he it's Jason. So he just basically walks through the locked front yeah. door, throws the hammer that buries through the drywall and into the wood behind it. Yeah. It's the only time he misses. He's getting angry. Well, yeah. Yes. They, they have to barricade themselves into uh, Tommy Jarvis. <sighs> they do such room. a crappy job. They push his like thing of shelves part way in front of the door and then just cower in the corner even though there's lots of other stuff they could have done to like reinforce the barricade yep like even just pushing the thing all the way to the wall instead of because he breaks through the part that they left uncovered yes and then he just knocks the whole damn shelf over because like me to him it's like yeah but breaking through the door he can't say anything because he's you know he's the the new guy in paramount's repertoire of Mm -hmm. of New, the new lead leading actor. man. The new leading man doesn't say anything. <laughs> you barely see him. Yep, <laughs> that's right. So <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. So, <laughs> so yeah, so, Trisha uh, at least grabs the the CRT monitor and yeah. bashes Jason Good with it. Yeah, yep. she does one. They at least under pressure. Sometimes they actually defend themselves. Yep, but it doesn't kill him. No. They're like, okay, well, I think he's knocked out. Let's try and tiptoe around him. Ah, of course not. He and this gets is a hold when of she her. jumps out the window. Oh, is yeah. this the one? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So is this, she's trying to lead, because Jason kind of, he can go after the kid or after her, and he chooses to go after her. Yep. Okay. So she leads him back. Oh, I think she tells uh, Corey Feldman, like, okay, you run away now. I'm going to yeah, distract I'm, him. Yeah, yeah, leave now, child. For Flee co- into the woods in the night in the in rain. The rain. Yep. You'll be safe there. Yeah. But Corey Feldman has researched uh, Jason Voorhees. Oh, he so. found the, like, papers, the news clippings that yeah. that guy had. Oh, yeah, because right when that guy shows up, the minute he turns his back, young Corey Feldman is just going through, through all of his shit. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, so. he does some reading up on Jason, I suppose. Yep. And including there's a picture of Jason as a child, right? Yes. Okay. That's Sort of becomes important. He's gonna, yeah. Yeah, because he's going to mess with Jason's mind. Yeah, by shaving his head and looking like, <laughs> looking Jason. like Jason. <laughs> I just love it because he just looks like little Uncle Fester. Yeah, he really <laughs> does. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, so basically she runs to go through the neighbor's house a second time, right? To lead Jason yeah, through there. That's how she jumps out the window. Yeah. But... Yeah, she lands of, hard on this one, though. Like, like mud or not, it, it yeah. would not be a pleasant fall. But like Josh was saying, they must have had like a big window budget on this because so many times people oh my, go flying through windows. They break like 12 windows in this. <laughs> I mean, it's not the same kind of uh, breaking glass that happens in a Jackie Chan film, but it's pretty True. close. Yeah, it's getting up there. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you get this whole thing going on and then... Then they run back yeah, to they, her house. Where Corey Feldman is shaving his head. <laughs> yep. And, well, uh, she she manages to get... Letting the hair run down the sink, I'm sure. Oh, Corey. Damn it, Corey. And she's like screaming, you were supposed to run away. Yep. And he's yeah. just like, I've got an idea. Like yelling down while he's shaving his head. Well, she tries to hold Jason back with her own machete. Yeah. She, she does, she does get his uh, hand She cuts his real hand good, yeah. in half, basically, like vertically, like in between his middle finger and his ring finger. Yeah. That's funny. He kind of looks at it like, huh. 
That's a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just moves on with his day. Yeah, it doesn't stop him, but he does take a moment yeah, he, to notice. Yeah, it's kind of that Jason like, well, that hurts. Anyway, back to killing. It's going to make it a lot harder to hold a machete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it's now it's going the handle's going to get all slick. It's going to be a, it's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> yep. So in any case, they they're fighting and Corey Feldman, Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> Tommy Jarvis just comes out shaved head, little Jason, Uncle Fester. Jason, remember Yep. And remember, Jason. Remember. And Jason Voorhees just walks toward him confused, which, I mean, everyone was. Yep. Why wouldn't Jason be confused? Like, what the hell is going on? But because of his confusion, he gets a machete to the skull. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he loses his mask. The yep. source of all of his power. Yeah. <laughs> You can see he's monstery underneath. Looks not that different from Cropsy. That's yeah. <laughs> true. Again with the Cropsy. So, yeah. <laughs> so hey, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I do think uh, Cropsy and Jason would make good friends. Yeah. Look, both yeah. of them. Both of them died because teenagers were doing shit they weren't supposed to be doing. That is one true. just died in the water. One died in fire. Oh yeah. Yeah. Two sides at the same point. Yeah. One, one likes machetes. Me. One likes shears. One yep. of them kills. Jason Alexander, one of them <laughs> kills the preacher that lives near Elaine. The, yep. the rabbi, yeah, Rabbi Clinton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So anyway, then we we get another machete to the skull because Tommy Jarvis picks up the machete and just yep. whacks Jason deep into his skull. Oh, yeah. He like yeah, we, falls over. That and was like the one where like, okay, how it. how can it go on from here? Is what I was saying. Because that's a very grotesque scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, that because he like slides down the machete, which is cutting into his further into yeah. his head, brain, skull, everything. Yeah, brain. it's like right in the middle. So you can also this has got some cool animatronics. You can like see the face moving. Yeah. And what did you think about? Jason's hand twitching, so uh, Tommy Jarvis picks up the machete <laughs> yeah. and goes nuts all over again. Yeah. To be fair, he's the first person that has the proper response to Jason being knocked yeah, like, onto the ground. Make like, sure nope, nope, just keep finish going. Finish him off, yeah. Until there is nothing but a pile of goo. Do not stop swinging whatever you have. <laughs> yeah, so he takes takes Jason out. Yeah, you could see if Corey Feldman in slow motion, looking like little Uncle Cos- Fester, swinging as Uncle <laughs> yeah. Fester, swinging, swinging a, machete. a machete, screaming "Die!" repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good stuff. That was good. So then Jason's dead. You know, so there's there can't be any more sequels, right? Yeah, this is, yeah, the, this final is the final chapter. The final chapter. Mm-hmm. They finally delivered. Oh, Can but then the... that's not that's not all for Corey Feldman because <laughs> nope. we get that thing where. The sister, sister is in the, is in the hospital after having like a surgery or something. And, and she's like talking to police. You guys haven't answered my question. Like, well, under in extreme of- duress, you know, it's fight or flight, whatever the kid. It's perfectly it's reasonable to defend yourself. Yep. And so he, <laughs> Tommy Jarvis does come in and, you know, give her. They get an emotional hug because they're the survivors. Yep. But then it ends with him giving a sinister look at the yeah. camera. Oh, it was oh, so good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that was that was a very good way to end it. Yes, Paul was <laughs> laughing pretty hard at that. 
Uh, it is fantastic. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> so what did you think of this installment of, of Friday the 13th, the franchise? Well, I think it was a reprehensible pile of trash. You did? It's nothing but pornography. It was. <laughs> there, there was pornography in this. I know, yeah, but there's a lot no, of the women being stabbed through, and it's the women that get it repeatedly. worse. Yeah, <laughs> more, more women. It's typically women, right? Yeah. Typically women. Yeah, and that, that's the pornography of it. It's, this movie just makes me think there's no point in the future. Any plans yeah. I have, doesn't matter if you have a new boyfriend, girlfriend, you're just going to get killed all anyway. All your future plans are just going to get killed. So yeah. this, uh, yeah, highly affected my worldview. Oh, I don't well, see a point in doing anything anymore. Yeah. Well, 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 now I agree with you about the film, Paul, <laughs> but I don't think this movie is the, the movie that teenagers are going to watch and take their worldview away from. Oh, I mean, come on. Got, this is, you know, rated R, so most people in there under 17, what, 12, 13-year-olds? They're paying four fifty-five dollars a ticket? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't... That was as long as I could go without laughing at that. So, uh, I highly recommend checking that out. The, the Siskel and Ebert uh, review of Friday the 13th Part 4. It's pretty it's, good. It is, it's good. It is and so hilarious. Don't check it out. You just got a partial reenactment. <laughs> yeah. I just love it because yeah, Roger Ebert is like he oh, really he is so salty about he's this. He's so movie. mad. He's, he's like, like, this movie existing hurts him personally somehow. Yeah, he yeah. was like he was mad that it made its money back on the first weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't matter. It's I, already doubled its. I think budget. that Crispin Glover's character really resonated to him, and so him dying immediately after getting laid hurt him yeah. so bad. Yeah, but I just love it because yeah, Roger Ebert is so mad. And Siskel he does a thing like Josh. Well, I gotta look. I agree, it was bit. a bad movie. But yeah. I just like it's like I do agree with you, Roger. I do, but I don't think this is gonna make like oh, all really? the teens in the world lose hope and yeah, like it's gonna destroy a, a generation. Not yeah. a worldview movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a like, roller coaster. I think that, yeah, he did point that out. It's like a roller yeah. coaster. It's entertainment. I don't think it's good entertainment. I think it's pornography, but, yeah. you know, yeah, it's not going to destroy a generation. I love when Roger Ebert starts going out how disgusting. He's like, I agree with you. We're not disputing yeah. that. We no, both I, don't I like it. We yeah. both don't like the movie. <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> it's oh, real. He just oh, wanted to. Oh, yeah. Ebert is just so mad at that. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's mad at the movie in principle, and I think it's made worse by the fact that... And it's made its money. This is the highest grossing movie... movie of the year so of far. Of the year so far. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty damn funny. It's, it is Yeah, good. it's worth watching just to see how much it upset Roger Ebert. <laughs> oh, and he, he just keeps getting more amped up, too, because... And obviously Paramount won't allow clips from the movie to be seen so all we can show you is the preview trailer mm -hmm. yes so um, mad. now now the the dictionary description of pornography describes it to be uh, erotically stimulating so does that mean that they found this erotically stimulating either they did or they think people would <laughs> or I'm that maybe saying. kids will mix it up because there is like you know, teenagers banging, but then also getting killed. So maybe kids will get crossed wires. And yeah, think, I think that real. is a point they made. Like, no, they're going to find this entertainment. They're going to think this is fine. Like all yeah. this violence. But it, that was part of their point, I suppose. Hey, I think he found the vintage pornography very offensive, too. <laughs> that, that could probably be. I, actually, know, I think Roger uh, Ebert, yeah, Roger like, Ebert is all about that is hot stuff. And pornography, actually. <laughs> like, as, as far as, like, nudity in film is concerned, he never really yeah. worries about One that. One day we'll get to Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. He didn't worry about it. Yeah, I don't know what to put that up against. What 
What, what could I Z-Man possibly lose against? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun because I had not seen the the Siskel and Ebert review of this movie and watching that and then watching the movie just <laughs> made it so much better. It actually. was pretty funny to have yeah. that in mind the whole time. I just, uh, oh, speaking of, they pointed out it's the girls typically. We counted. It's a totally even body count between guys and girls. Yes. Include, if you include like, I put question marks by did Jason actually die? Did the mom actually die? Because you never see her body. But other yeah. than that, it's dead even. Six mm-hmm. and six. Yeah. Or seven and it's seven. dead even. Yes, it is uh-huh, dead uh-huh. even. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky Halloween fun. Oh, yeah, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and, Halloween okay, isn't now, that far now away from... only a couple weeks. I know, right? I know. So, okay. I got to get out of Slater mode and into Halloween mode. Yeah. So count-wise, it's even. What do you think about you kill-wise, though? Slater for Halloween? <laughs> Which, uh, Maybe. Where, like, get a popsicle stick and print out a picture of Christian Slater. Just, <laughs> just put it over your My, face. There you yeah. go. That'd be pretty good. Wear a black duster. Get myself a bowl of caviar, walk around. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one will understand. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> anyway, yeah, so so did you like Friday the 13th Part 4? That was a reprehensible pile of trash. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I did enjoy it, obviously. <laughs> Specifically, like, big surprise, the actors that I, you know, was excited about were the best parts. Crispin Glover and Corey Feldman. Yep, they deliver. They yep. were the best parts of the movie, for sure. Like, Not- the, the virgin girl and her boyfriend, they were so forgettable. Like, I kept honestly forgetting. I was like, oh, yeah, those two are in this. Yeah. Doug and uh, Sarah. As know. much as Teddy kind of sucks, he is more memorable. The yeah. other two, I would honestly forget that they were part of the movie. Well, and yep. the Jason Hunter guy was oh, pretty so I forgot too. he was in the movie. He is so well, During crappy. the recap, I didn't even mention that one scene. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Rob was like barely a thing. It seemed like they just kind of added more characters to up the body count. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and maybe they wanted to throw in a couple of red herrings, you know, the virgin red herring that you know that she would survive. Yeah, but but she didn't because she gave it up. Yep. But yeah, I think overall, probably the guys got the worst kills because the mom you don't even see, right? The guy for the guys you get a spear gun to the dick, and the yeah. guy getting his head just crushed by Jason. That one's yeah. pretty bad. That's a lot true. of the girls, one gets thrown out a window. A lot of them are fast. They get the. Uh, X to the heart yeah. would be pretty quick. Oh, Crispin Glover, before he dies, he does get a corkscrew through the hand, so that would yep. hurt that, for yeah, a second. Yeah, that would not have been fun. Right, but then, you know, he gets axed to the head, so he would have He gets died put out of his misery, fast. yeah. Yeah. Eh, Teddy should have had a more gruesome death, but what's he, he gonna do? Gets yeah. that stabbed through the back of the neck, probably chokes on his blood. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool if Jason, like, I don't know, hung him up by the projectors so he's sitting there choking to death yeah. or, or the film reel i don't know then there's the girl on the the raft yeah she gets stabbed oh, yes. but her boyfriend gets stabbed in the dick so he's got oh it worse. like even even worse like he gets lifted up by this oh, like yeah. Harvey oh, gets oh, stabbed yeah. in the groin picked Lift up, up uh, and then fired jason fires this for Pretty brutal. It's yeah, he, he brutal. Gets I definitely worst. think that one wins for the most. I think brutal because kill. he's yeah, he's the guy that got the most action from women. He needed the most severe kill. Yeah, it, it yeah. was it was the the angel of chastity yeah, was the, laying down his vengeance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vengeance for chastity reasons. <laughs> he had to, no choice. So that's the thing about this movie. Few slasher films have you know this high caliber of a cast. <laughs> Very true. No, no Crispin Glover and other slasher films. No, no Corey Feldman really. So you know, 
This is this is the way it is. <laughs> this, this is your what will eventually be the highest uh, budget horror movie cast. Not at yeah. this point, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get we get some pretty expensive casts later on, later, later on. But, you know, yeah. Like, but as far as a Friday the 13th is concerned, this is as high caliber as it gets, really. <laughs> oh, look. No, no, no. That this is it. Yeah, is it. <laughs> I think so. Because because Halloween Resurrection gets Buster. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's right. <laughs> he beats up Michael Myers. Yeah, that movie. Uh, oh my gosh! How could you get better than that? You know what would have been hilarious <laughs> is if uh, after the re- review, if for Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, whatever it is, if they offered Siskel and Ebert cameos, oh, <laughs> I wonder how mad gosh. they would have been. That would have oh, been hilarious. That would have been so good. <laughs> oh, I would have so. loved that. You know, I think they would have done it. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Maybe he would show up on set just to ruin every I think, scene. I think, part, I think yeah. that'd be a conflict for him because part of them would be like, that'd be cool. We could be in a movie. But then it's also them mocking us for not liking their previous <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, Those so bastards. They just turn out to be the actual villains of Friday the 13th Part 5. <laughs> hey, he said Jason's not in it. For all I know, it is yeah. Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Feldman has to fight off Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> it's a weird, like, fourth wall just, breaking meta thing where they're trying to destroy oh the movie gosh, he's in. so good. It's just Ebert walking through a cabin with the Jason mask constantly saying, <laughs> deplorable pile of trash. Yeah. As he takes new victims. <laughs> I like Siskel and Ebert walking around doing the... So instead of being, like, part of the sound effects, it's them actually just going on camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so did we all like this movie? Yeah, I enjoyed oh, yeah. it. I actually Very entertaining. Did. I've seen yeah. this one. I I'm a Friday the thirteenth fan, just in yeah. general, so I, I like the franchise, obviously. I own a lot of Friday the thirteenth merchandise. So Re- really, that shirt with the hockey mask that says Friday the thirteenth on it? Yeah. That that's, that's part of it? <laughs> no. It's oh, a freaky okay. Friday shirt. Oh, freaky Friday shirt. <laughs> And yeah. Camp Crystal Lake cup that you were drinking out of is just an actual <laughs> summer camp you went yeah, to. Yeah, it's a summer camp I went to. <laughs> oh, is that where you met Holly? Because I know she has the shirt that's uh, yeah, Camp yeah. Crystal oh, Lake. That makes sense. Like the Camp Crystal Lake shirt. Yeah, we met there, but it was a traumatic experience, really. So. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. So <laughs> we we've got to get we got to yeah. get beyond this uh, this trash. Yeah, it's going to be hard to break away from trash. the uh, whole Slater September thing because. His girlfriend, Alabama, Patricia she's the star Arquette, of the next yeah. movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, her and Heather Langenkamp, but yeah. That's she... the girl from the first one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll be talking about dream warriors, some dreams, some warriors, mm-hmm. some wizards. And Paul yeah. will definitely make some, some Slater impressions. Some, Not necessarily. I'm, I'm trying to control myself. <laughs> He's just... He's such a big part of our podcast now. That's true. We just did four of his Yeah, movies. again, it's just going to take some time, but it doesn't help bringing his girlfriend back so soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, so, you know, we'll, we'll be talking about Dokken and their music video and some Robert Englund's in just a little bit. So we'll, we'll see you then. Frankenstein's monster can be destroyed by fire. Dracula by a silver stake driven through his heart. But nothing, nothing will avail against the absolute evil of the creeping flesh. 
the creeping flesh. From Columbia Pictures, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Now, Dream Warriors, we have Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, from 1987, when Kristen is placed in a psychiatric ward due to an incident involving her dreams. Mm -hmm. She crosses paths with Nancy from the previous, the the first movie, <laughs> as, <laughs> yeah, a, previous. as a doctor who is helping troubled teens in the ward. They're, they're a group of teens that try to fight off Freddy with their own unique set of abilities, and sadly that doesn't turn out well. Starring... Heather Langenkamp from Shocker and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh, I've actually seen that one. I didn't know she came back in that. Yeah. I, I saw it once, like yeah, she 10 plays years ago. Heather Langenkamp. She plays herself. Yeah, because like, <laughs> it's the actual actors, right? Because like, and here he is, Robert England. And he like comes yeah. on to some weird like poppy version of the Freddy theme. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's really weird. And uh, I must not have seen that one. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's okay. I think I would remember It's like a weird like meta... Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street thing. Okay. I'm not going to say it's bad, because then we got a Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Okay. Was oh, that <laughs> the one where Rorschach is a pedophile? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, then also starring Robert England, of course, mm -hmm. from Eaten Alive and uh, Injustice 2. And V, the miniseries. Yeah. Yeah, and V, the miniseries as well, yes. <laughs> and, I had to throw in my pick. Yeah. And Patricia Arquette from... True Romance. Yeah, that's right. Alabama. And and Bringing Out the Dead. That's a Nicolas Cage film, by the mm. way. Yeah. So okay. Alabama has met uh, Sailor. <laughs> yeah, Sailor, the, <laughs> the ambulance driver. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, Bringing Out the Dead is like taxi driver, but an ambulance driver instead. Okay. <laughs> that's like how I can explain it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so let's uh, let's welcome everyone to primetime. And let's let's get down to it, because... This is a this is an interesting film. So the, we actually did Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two last year. Mm -hmm. So this Which, is the direct sequel to, <laughs> but the direct it's sequel the to sequel, one. But not. Pretty sure they don't acknowledge two in like any way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Now, actually, there's supposed to be some kind of an Easter egg, and oh, like is there some someone in the ward is supposed to be like. The character from the previous movie. Oh, really? Like the main yeah. kid? Yeah. Okay. I I was reading about that, but I didn't really have enough time to think about it. So I just, no. I was like, because I was doing that like earlier today. You know what would have <laughs> so, uh, really tied it in if they had just actually cast the same kid as one of the kids in the war? That would have been good. <laughs> as one of the dream warriors? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Instead, <laughs> it's like... Nightmare on Elm Street Gaiden is what two Nightmare, is. Yeah, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street Gaiden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this this movie's interesting. I I like this film. Uh, it's largely considered to be one of the best in the franchise. Would yeah. Would you all agree? Well, yeah, it's that? cool that you know watching them in order. The second one's totally unrelated, but then this one, like, hey, it actually goes back to the first one. Yeah, has the same girl, and yep. her dad eventually shows up too. That is true. <laughs> well, it is it is a direct sequel, and then four is a direct sequel to that one, and five is a direct sequel to the fourth one. Six so, is kind of a direct sequel. So the only one out of place is two. Yeah, that's basically. why it's the yeah. 
Yeah, the Gaiden game. Yeah, movie, ni- not a game. Nightmare on Elm Street Gaiden. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's. It is Freddy's Revenge, revenge I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are there Nightmare on Elm Street games? Yeah, there's the NES game. <laughs> I do remember that. And uh, what do you do in that? Do you survive or are you Freddy and you kill? Oh, you're you survive. Okay. Yeah, the, you actually—it's actually very much based on this game because you. Oh, is that are you like a group of kids? Yeah, you're a group of kids who have dream powers when you go in the dream thing. Nice. So, like, I don't know. It's it's not. People say it's bad. It's not as bad as everyone says. But there are some weird, like, unrelated but coincidental other dream-related things. Like uh, we were talking about, you know, you said four is called the Dream Master, right? Dream Master. And so you're like, yeah, like so, Little Nemo in there. But then in this movie, weirdly enough, they go to a bar that's called, called Little, Little Nemo's. Nemos. Yeah. Like, yeah. was that intentional or was it just I weird coincidence? That, that must have been. There's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, you can't do that. <laughs> have a bar named Little Nemo's in yeah. a movie about dreams. Yeah. Oh, that's who they needed. They needed Little Nemo on their team. <laughs> I mean, he would have been turning into frogs and he gorillas is the dream and stuff. Master, yeah. he is a dream master, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he he fought that like darkness thing mm-hmm, in his true. world. Have his so like scepter actually... of power thing. Are you more terrified of the darkness thing that he has to fight with the help of Flip, or do you think that you know that Freddy's more scary? Mm. Yeah, I think on an individual level. Freddy'd be more scary. And I think Freddy would like... The kind of like, everything dies if that wins. But Freddy yeah. would like, have fun but, torturing you. Yeah, it doesn't you. like, menace you personally. <laughs> that's true. Well, anyway... <laughs> Santa so... hasn't seen Little Nemo or played the game, so... Oh, that's she's probably true. like, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> I only know anything about Little Nemo from Paul discovering it was on a streaming show. Oh, it's really uh, weird. They like tried to do a modern remake of it or something. What? Yeah, it's called Slumberland on Netflix. Yep. I'm like, does this have anything to Jason do with Little Nemo? It's yeah. Flip, oh. apparently. Yeah. yeah, I was watching. Like, I, I started oh, watching it. So I'm like, I just need to know because it pissed me off. The dad just kept saying, "Hey, kid, hey, kid." To the, it's a girl in this. I'm like, is this kid's name Nemo or not? And then, yeah. eventually, Zana just looked up. Like, yeah, apparently. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the character credit. Is Some, Nemo? Someone recommended it, I do that with Little Nemo, but Little Little Nemo the Dream, it's, it's just Little it would Nemo just win. win. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I saw the cover and yeah, it was Jason Momoa with like fangs or something. I'm like, <laughs> he's not supposed to be Flip, is he? And Xana scroll down. Jason Momoa, Flip. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> hell. I that alone just makes I me want to know. I didn't watch it. I only watched far enough to find out that the kid's name was Nemo. So Nightmare on Elm Street Part <laughs> 3. <laughs> Dream Warriors, not Dream Master. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. So we, we've we got a cast of characters. we got Chris. Kirsten. Kirsten. <laughs> yeah, they Kirsten. Said, for like the first 20 minutes, I swear that her name was Kirsten. And then later, everyone just starts saying Kristen. And Joey, the, the can't talk guy. Oh, yes. Yep. Joey Mute. And Kincaid. Yep. Yeah. Joey the Mute. Kincaid with Batitude. Kincaid with Batitude. <laughs> it sounds like these should be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> terrible Sentai group. Yeah. Well, who has more Batitude? Is it Kincaid or Taryn? Because Taryn I know. Taryn is Taren's hot and bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there, there's Taryn, the drug addict. There's there's Philip, the sleepwalker. Oh right, he was a sleepwalker. Will, otherwise known as Wheels. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, we got we got Jennifer. Oh, is that the uh, wants to be an actress? Okay, yeah. That's that's pretty much all of them, right? 
I think so. I mean, because yeah. Larry Fishburne is Max. So. Yes, but he is not a dream warrior. He's, he's just nope. he's the good orderly that's not trying to molest the kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, the other guys, they just gave him that one scene to be a total creep. I know. Yep. And then we got Neil, Neil Gordon, Dr. Neil Gordon. Oh, yeah. And then Dr. Sims, the other. Sims. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. All bad doctors seem to be yeah. named Dr. Sims. Yes. Yeah. Movies. Yes. She's like, well, children, yeah, she's terrible. No, yes. nothing is true. You're all just sexually repressed or something. It's I, like, what the hell? I feel like we have Dr. Gordon right after a movie where we had another Gordon. But Gordon that went Gordon on to become a doctor yep. yeah. wearing a human suit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, we're talking about Gordon a little bit. Um, Robert, not England, Ebert. <laughs> Roger, Roger Ebert, he he did not like this movie. Oh, really? That a big surprise. He, he didn't do it on the on the show. Yeah, right? that would too bad. We didn't get to watch another one of their reviews. Yeah, yeah but he did. Was this also a reprehensible pile of trash? No, he just said it was like boring and it never made you care about the characters. Basically, yeah, I I can see that to a point. I'm not saying he's yes. entirely right. I mean, I but... like the kids, but yeah, I do wish you got to know some of them a bit better but than you actually get to. stars out of four? Eh, maybe not that much of okay. a dislike. Right, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's why I was going to mention. He, he, I, as it turns out, he liked Reanimator. Oh. I, I okay, don't you can't this. like Reanimator, uh, but not like this. That just does not make I don't, sense. I don't understand Roger Ebert. So I don't any... either, apparently. <laughs> Was he at least a fan of the Reanimator music video? <laughs> that's what I was imagining. So. That's yeah. why he gave it a bigger, a better so. score because oh, yeah, he, he liked to dance to it. He liked to move your dead bones from yeah. beyond Reanimator much more than Dawkins' Dream Warriors. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Come on, reanimate your feet. So, anyway, let's let's talk about this movie. I mean, everyone's seen this movie, but let's talk about it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, so, it, it starts with Kirsten, 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 whatever you want to call her. Trying, trying to, to stay up herself late. By oh. <laughs> eating piles of instant coffee dry oh, and chugging was, it down with Diet Coke. That was the worst horror movie mm. thing I think I've ever seen up to this point. Her just taking a giant spoonful of instant coffee and then washing it down with Diet Coke. That was terrifying. It's awful. It's so bad. Oh. Well, she's working on her, like, popsicle stick house. Yeah, yep. popsicle stick paper mache house. But would it be worse to have the spoonful of instant coffee or to add instant coffee to your Diet Coke and drink it? <laughs> um, I mean, both sound awful. <laughs> I guess I'd like to get the instant coffee done as fast as possible. So maybe she's got a point there. Okay, so she's just <laughs> trying know, to though, get it in her system. Put it in her mouth and wash it down. It might stick and linger. <laughs> she has to swish the Diet Coke around in her mouth. Yeah, see, if you do that, I think you'd be fine. See, see, I'm a coffee enthusiast, so the mere idea of instant coffee is, is terrible. Coffee is offensive to, me. to Rodney. Do you yeah. know how they make instant coffee? I don't know if I want to know. They they take a room, you know, a sanitized room, and then they make coffee, and then they like spray it into this superheated room, so it immediately hardens and crystallizes. Hence, instant coffee. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, I did not know that. <laughs> Yeah, for people that don't know, Rodney is basically uh, Quentin Tarantino from Pulp Fiction. Yes. That's how <laughs> yeah, he feels about his coffee. That's, that's what I am. <laughs> and he has, to, 
He always has to get the dead bodies out of his house before Holly gets home. That's that's to be fair. That's usually get my fault. And he doesn't want to get divorced. I have a pretty good relationship with Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Harvey Keitel usually <laughs> bails Rodney out. So, so anyway, <laughs> there's the song "Into the Fire." I can't remember who does it, but it appears twice in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like her dream in the sequence because there's those skulls in the boiler. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. And then the hanging victims. Oh yeah, they get some really good visual. I gotta say, that's one thing with the Friday the Thirteenth. They have some awesome set pieces. Yeah, and she tries to carry that kid out of the house. Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street? Or Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you I like did. the woods, Friday the Thirteenth is pretty good for that. Yeah. And then woods and houses keep and ring. terrorizing her. Oh yeah, the music artists keep terrorizing her, Dawkins. <laughs> Dawkins just appears. Yeah, out if you of watch the music the video walls. cut, that does happen. <laughs> yes, they terrorize her and Freddy. It's a good time to talk about Dream Warriors. Do you like the Dream Warriors song? I mean, it's fine. Okay, yeah. lyrics are easy to remember. I I enjoy it, but it, it is overwhelmingly eighties. Oh yep. yes, absolutely. It's not as cool as the Transformers theme song. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's no lion, that's for sure. But like, yeah. But I do like the... It's just we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like that Robert England wakes up. <laughs> Freddy wakes up from the Dream Warriors music video dream. He's like... Having, having, the having a nightmare of docking. Yeah, making a even Freddy video. can have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who were those guys? Yeah. It's good stuff. So we watched that. Oh, we, we got to talk about uh, Max, Larry Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Yes. In um, his later years, he... Go by uh, a different Morpheus. Name. Yeah, Morpheus. Yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, Patricia, she tries to kill herself. So, well, she doesn't try to kill herself. That's what her parents think. But <laughs> Freddie like slashes her wrists, and so her mom yeah. comes in and she's like, "Ah," oh, and has a slit wrist and a razor blade in her hand. Yeah. So in any case, that uh, that Max is walking around with Doctor Gordon, and yep. he's like. You know what I think? I think these kids are all messed up because they got fucked up chromosomes. Oh, the chromosomes, yeah. Because all their parents dropped acid in the 60s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when you say something about like, oh, it's the sex, drugs, rock and roll, it's like, no, that's what keeps people no, alive. No, that's what keeps yeah, people, that's alive. people alive. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Oh, uh, goddamn. Yeah. Underrated part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of fun moments in this movie. And I I'm, have a soft spot for... Larry Fishburne. <laughs> yeah. Good old Lawrence Fishburne. Miss Cowboy Free Curtis. Lawrence. Oh. Cowboy Curtis oh, yeah, himself. Right. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, uh we we learned that they have a new uh new worker, new a new a new intern, this yeah. up and coming hotshot grad student. Yeah, and her name is uh Nancy Nancy, Nancy Thompson. So she uh she apparently has issues of her own because she has a bottle of hypnocil. Mm-hmm. Yep, a dream suppressant. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that which is very dangerous apparently. Yeah, because because that sounds okay. Like I wouldn't mind getting the thing a dream. Funny as most from what I've heard, with the exception of like Ambien, most sleep meds they put you on pretty much just knock you out and you don't. Like yeah, you, I was gonna say you I, go to sleep and then you just wake up the next day. I and usually have no enjoy dreams for the most part. Like I, I suppose if you had nightmares every night, you might want hypnosil. But I'm like, I would miss dreaming. 
You get yeah. to do semi cool stuff like fly, sort of, but not very well. Not me. That's that happens to me all thing. the time. You can you can fly kind of. Yeah, it's usually for me it's like I jump kind of high and sort of flutter like Yoshi and then fall down. I have I have horrible oppressive nightmares, or I just like have to run errands. Oh, I hate the mundane <laughs> dreams that are never like never get finished somehow. It's like I, I have to the, go do this the, thing, okay, and then the, just things get in the my worst way. Worst nightmare I, I have up. ever had is I went to sleep. Had a dream where I worked an entire eight-hour shift at Sears, yeah, and, and then woke, woke up, up and, and had did to that do entire eight-hour yeah, shift. Oh, no. I hate when I have mundane dreams like that, where it's I'm just doing work stuff and then wake up and yeah, I realize like, I have no, to go do it for no. real now. Yeah, that's a lot of my dreams, unfortunately. <sighs> yeah, so. I wouldn't mind, I guess, missing out on some dreams. But. <laughs> I don't usually remember my dreams, so that's good. That's that's very good. Depends. I think it only really happens if you like wake up directly out of it, like. Something shocks you awake. Yeah, but even then, I usually forget what the dream was about within, like, ten minutes. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes you tell me, and I remember, kind of. Since we've screwed around a lot <laughs> in this episode, I'm just, I'm blazing through, so if something comes up, you, you gotta, if you have to talk about something, let me know. So, Blaze away. <laughs> so, then, we, we've got, you know, Kristen. She, she... I guess she gets put in this institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets institutionalized. Crazy. Yeah. God, the <laughs> mom is such a bitch when Nancy's asking questions about her. Like, how has she always had difficulty sleeping? Yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this mom cares very much. Like, yeah. look, can you just go and put her down? <laughs> like, that's yeah. what the mom felt like. Yeah, look, she's in here. She's out of my hands. She's probably, now. yeah, probably happy because her daughter staying up late was getting in the way of her and her, uh, her gentleman her, caller. Yeah, her yeah. Uh, banging dudes. Yeah, very I mean, to be gross. fair, she does meet them at apparently a Vanna White uh, yeah, cosplay competition. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that dress. That dress, man. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, so there's this whole thing where she... You know, is trying to resist sleeping, and they're trying to drug her up. Yep, Trisha Arquette, and she starts starts doing the Freddy thing. Oh yeah, she starts singing the the Freddy song. Yep, and there's someone that comes into the room that knows the end of it. Oh, is this yep. where the like she has a scalpel? Like, yeah. calm down, and yep. she she cuts cuts uh, Max Larry yep. Fishburne's arm. Yep, which I did like. A few scenes later, you see he has a bandaid on his arm. They yep. actually did some continuity. Yeah, continuity. They, they could have not done it and nobody would have noticed, but that's I did true. notice oh, that they did it and I thought that was cool. <laughs> but yeah, so he's like basically like, what the hell? And then, you know, Nancy comes in and finishes the rhyme, the yep. yeah. nursery rhyme type thing. Yep. <laughs> about Freddy. Yeah, so we got the we got the dream that sh- she has the blood trike. Oh yeah. And the Freddy worm. <laughs> Oh, I do like weird. the Freddy Worm. This was a cool effect. Yeah, yeah the Freddy Worm is quite cool, actually. And did you say this, did this come out pretty close to Beetlejuice? I think pretty close, I'm yeah. just curious, because Beetlejuice becomes a big worm at some point, right? He does become a Maybe big they're like, worm. that was cool, we should have Freddy do that too. Or maybe it was just coincidence that they both did it. Yeah, in like Because it seems like they were probably pretty close together. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they were close together. I, I guess Beetlejuice was 85. Cause, uh, okay, so maybe they quick. did take some inspiration. Because there were yeah. a few other like stop motion things that kind of reminded me of Beetlejuice. What was it? The year after. Beetlejuice is after this? Interesting. Oh. oh. 
So Michael Keaton ripped off Robert England, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those two were responsible. I'm, I'm pretty sure that movie was in production for years. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's Tim Burton's early work was fraught with many an issue for him. And <laughs> it was very hard to get his stuff out there, despite the fact that he was very talented yeah. at one time. <laughs> anyway... So the Freddy worm happens. I like that. And we also, we have this thing where like Nancy talks to. Yeah. Kristen. Kristen's <laughs> able to. My, my note is just, she just psychically. Calls out to her from the dream. Like Nancy, Nancy help and, me. And pulls her into the and dream. And Nancy seemingly was awake and then gets pulled into a dream. So I assume she yeah. just immediately conks out and falls back in her chair. That's exactly she, what happened. Yeah. yeah. Cause she yeah. sort of falls. Well, she literally, it shows her falling like into the chair, you know? Yeah. Into yeah. the dream world. Very interesting. It's a, but they recognize her and Freddie recognize one another. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Nancy, she's a confusing character in this movie. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we we learned that uh, what what was that woman's name, Miss Doctor Sims? Sims? Doctor Sims. So during group therapy, we learned that she's uh she's, you know, talking about how dreams are just their guilt and yeah every. She's very sexual Freudian. Oh, yeah. This is all your yeah. guilt and your sexual frustrations. And the yeah. kids, I do Keaton love... has the best is life. Is it... Who was it? The, it was Keaton, right? The Kin, Kincaid. Kincaid? Kincaid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> great. So my dick's trying to kill me now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I was thinking of a point... I think maybe it's Philip before his incident. One of them points out, like, like why does nobody... Like, give any credit to the fact that we all had the same dreams about the same guy before we met each other. Yeah. Why is that not interesting to you people? Yeah. And then she ignores it. And then she just like, nope, repressed sexuality. Yep. Oh, she's a very frustrating, <laughs> bad uh, psychiatrist. Like, her whole thing is just like, you guys are inconvenient. Stop it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just be good. Just Stop being mentally ill, you crazy teens. Well, the finger knives are a representation of uh, dicks. You know, of dicks. <laughs> yeah. Penetration. You're and, all and just the, thinking the about hands with penis fingers. So it's natural for all of you to have the same dream. Yeah. Exactly. You clearly all dream. want to be penetrated. <laughs> yeah. Red and green. It's Christmas, you know. What's that? Christmas, Christmas trees. Satisfaction. What do, you what do you make a Christmas tree out of? A giant, giant paper dick. mache penis. Yeah, yes. yes. we discovered that in a previous movie. Christmas dongs. <laughs> yeah, as, as all guys go on to me for the drawing. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to continue with that conversation <laughs> because I, I had came up with something, but this is Halloween. Okay, time, yeah, so. mm. <laughs> yeah. That's for next so, month when you for, erect the Christmas tree. Well, it's the month after next. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Hard... Oh, well, I thought you were one of those people that just can't wait for Christmas, so you're gonna. No. The day after Halloween, put up your Christmas dong. Yeah, that, I wait that's until when the December. Christmas dong goes up. <laughs> I wait until December to watch Die Hard and Batman Returns. Exactly. And other that's Christmas good. classics like Brazil. So, we, <laughs> we're gonna... Yeah, we, we that woman <laughs> is awful. Yeah. To be fair, both of them are actually terrible uh, psychologists because you have Dr. Sims who just ignores the patients to yell at them to be better mm -hmm. 
And then immediately Dr. Gordon's inner relationship with Nancy. Oh, immediately. Yeah. Ooh, the new grad student. Oh, the new grad student's here. Time for me to move on in. That sounds like someone that look what someone that looks like Bill Maher would do. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> There's only one employee there that isn't awful, and it's the one orderly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Max is the only good person he, there. He's just doing the best he can and, and, he and actually cares about the kids. The other orderlies sure. want to have sex with them. Yeah. They're, Maxes are too good of people. Max Fabian. Max von Meierling. <laughs> Poor guy. He's just trying to help. Yeah. Max, whatever this guy's last name is. Fishburne. Max Fishburne. Max Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Uh, we've got this thing because we got to learn a little bit more about the characters. So Will is a big fan of a a game called Wizard Master. It's a little bit like Mazes and Monsters, (laughs) you know? It's a far out game. That uh, that is very true. (laughs) Mazes and Monsters is a far out game. Swords, poison, spells, battles, maiming, killing. Hey, it's all imagination. Is it? So though the when uh God what what was her name? Taryn. Yeah. The bad girl. When she gives up, he doesn't know how to score that yeah. what her character does. She lets the never ending story happen, right? She lets her horse sink into the tar yeah. and die. <laughs> and then she'll buy a new one tomorrow. Yeah, yep. she doesn't care. Man. Yeah. She is bad. She's way worse than Atreyu ever was. <laughs> so so anyway, <laughs> we we do find out that at least a couple of the kids are smart enough with Freddy that they actually they have a sleeping uh, ship. Yeah, I think it's oh, uh, yeah. the Will and Joey. Joey. And Will. Joey yeah. and Will. Joey's yeah. the mute one, and Will is the nerd. Wheels. Joey somehow plays Wizard Master with them. I guess they his gestures are good enough. They know what he yeah. means. Yeah interesting stuff but i'll say this for wizard master of the game at least it's not portrayed in a bad light like most of the 80s versions of dungeons and dragons yeah yeah somehow (laughs) them playing this game is not the portal that opened up how freddy got and i think probably because they're in this institute they probably don't have access to you know actual DD stuff so he probably just made up his own game that's yeah DD ripoff because it looked like he like drew his own maps and stuff yeah yeah so yeah, well, I mean, During you know, I, w- time. I would draw my own maps, too. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> the only thing is just portraying him as a stereotypical nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anything, it helps him in the long run. Oh, it does later. I mean, <laughs> kind of. For a while. To, to be fair, he's in an institute and wheelchair bound. Like, what is he going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, we also learned that uh, Nancy's mother died in her sleep. This is this is pillow talk for, oh yeah, oh, yeah. For... Doctor Gordon and Nancy. Yep. <laughs> Was that actually in one or two, or um, did they just decide to kill her off? You off know screen? how she in the... she gets grabbed through the door at the yeah. very oh, end. the like teaser thing at the end. So I guess All that right. was supposed to represent guess, her getting yeah, I guess killed. That really happened. Okay, that that was the dream uh, yeah. she had and died. In. So Freddie driving the bus at the end of two also happened. No, because you see that that is a representation of how the character will never be able to es- escape his, you know, 
tendencies towards homosexuality. Mm. So that's, you know, it's it's just impossible. He's just born that way. It's it's, ne- it's never going to stop, no matter how much he does want to stop and no longer be oppressed by it, the harsh society of the 80s. <laughs> there. All right, so now back to Nightmare <laughs> on Home Street 3. <laughs> so... I like Nightmare on Elm Street too. Did you notice? That? I, I have <laughs> noticed that. Okay, so anyway, we, we got the scene where where Philip, he's he was the sleepwalker. Yeah, he's, he's King Cade's roommate. Yes. So the the Joey uh, Will scenario actually helps them technically yep, sleeping cause... in shifts. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Joey's able to see him. On top of the clock tower. Yeah, he starts like, walking around, which this did, it's funny because you point out this definitely breaks the rules because usually whatever wounds you get in the dream, you get in real life. And it's like pretty bad. He gets like his veins, tendons ripped out. Yeah, it's a pretty gross scene. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Freddy, well, a Freddy puppet comes to life and then turns him into the puppet via his own like veins and tendons and yeah. is forcing the kid to sleepwalk toward the like tower, I guess, yeah. to jump off and die, which... The crazy part that he pointed out is there's like a door that's like big ass lock on it. Yep. And he walks through it. That's the first like I was already thinking like, you know, if whatever happens to you in the dream happens to you outside, he should just have tendons flopping around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The they place. should be like hanging up in the air. And then I started mentioning things when he walked through the door. And I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any sense. He phased through the door somehow. He phased into the yep. dream world. His physical form did just long enough. Yep. But his dream tendons don't become real tendons. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. this one really breaks the they rules. They were metaphorical tendons, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Joey wakes everybody up. Uh, they run to the window to watch. Yeah. Well, like, that's he, the crazy thing. He was is- desperately trying to get everyone's attention. And he put, um, what was the the wheelchair kid's name? Um, that, that was, was Will. Will. Will, yeah. So he puts Will in the chair to... You know, and he's just screaming. So I guess everybody's just going to Will's screams because, you know, Joey doesn't speak. Yeah. yeah. He tried to get the attention of the nurse, but like. The adults don't care. Yeah. yeah One was... from by her logic is like, well, the door is locked. Nobody got through it. He's like, what are you doing here? And then he grabs a tray. Tray and starts and making starts, a ruckus. Yeah. Like just knocks her lunch everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Her dinner. Rude. And. You know, they are helpless to watch him fall off the building. It's very sad. Yep. And the employees there don't, they don't think anything of it. It's like, oh, yep. suicide. Suicide. Okay, but how did he get how there? How did he get through the locked door to up don't, to the tower? They don't even care. They yeah. don't address it. No, in fact, they're at the group therapy the next day. Dr. Sims is really awful. Actually, both yeah. doctors are. Like, what well, he did, suicide, that's a cowardly thing. He yep. failed us. Blah, blah, he it's like, failed us, yeah. That was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Man, psychology in the, in the 80s was wild. I'm surprised you, that Dr. Sims yeah. didn't say, like, you know, whether or not to commit suicide is the one of the most important decisions, decisions you'll ever make. Teenagers make. not like. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, she would be the one that would say it. Man, too much Christian Slater yeah. has warped our brains. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's really a dick thing, though, like, that 
there are not that many kids here, so, like, they were all friends to some degree, and they're just, like, immediately upon his death, he was a coward and a failure. Yeah. He failed us all. That's where I and turned on I'm, Gordon. Don't I'm you kids also become I'm failures? I'm demanding when we go to his funeral tonight, all of you spit on his grave one mm. time. <laughs> it is a and pretty say... harsh contrast to how they romanticized suicide yeah. you know, in the Slater movies. That's very true. <laughs> well, I mean, in Pump Up the Volume, it was more serious, but Heather's was, like, a fad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was the hot new thing to do. Yeah. Try suicide by Titanica. No, I, I, I do have <laughs> to say, I try, wish that they either again. acknowledged the lock or just didn't have the lock on the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they looked and like, what the hell? And the lock was like, just on the ground somehow. Even if they didn't explain how he did it, it would at least make sense that he didn't phase through the door. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's my only problem is the phasing through the door thing. Well, yeah, it's Freddy Powers. Is, well, Freddy has like fire powers too, so they could have found the lock like melted. Burned off. That would have been kind of cool. Like, like well, whoa, that's really how did he weird. do that? Yeah, it's almost as if this movie's just missing parts to it or something. Yeah, it feels that way at times. Yeah. Is the movie missing parts? It's almost really? like <laughs> the the filming of this was fraught with many an issue and it was stressful ah. for everyone involved and that, would, that would be a terrible hypothetical became became a rushed uh, thing when everyone was just clearly not having a good time mm. all right yeah so anyway <laughs> it would have been kind of funny if they just had a like Literal like Freddy silhouette burned into the door. Yeah, so it's just this sweet. gaping hole. So it's like really like cartoony cartoon, looking, yeah. but it'd be funny. That's awesome. I do feel bad for for Will in this when he's kind of helpless. He just yeah. has to sit there and scream at the window, and he tries everything he can think well, they, of. They break the window he, so yeah, that he, he's he trying to wake it. up Philip. Like Philip, don't do it. No, he's wake trying up, so Phillip. hard. He's so helpless. It's so sad. That's all he can do. So yeah, I guess their thought was. If we scream loud enough, maybe he'll snap, you know. We can wake him up. Yeah, very true. So anyway, he dies. And Mm. (laughs) then they get bad mouth the next day in group. Yeah, they (laughs) do the group argument thing. And, oh, that's when Kincaid goes back to solitary because he throws a fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Dr. Sims is a... Solution to all of this is, well, everyone has their rooms locked now and you're all getting sedated. Oh, yes. And then uh, Taryn gets the keys to heaven. Oh, geez. When she comes out of the shower or whatever, and that yep. creepy other orderly, which I don't think we actually learned his name. I didn't no, look at his tag. I didn't write it down. So. He's there for this He's scene. so gross, though, yeah, because like, she, they made fun of her. She used to be a junkie, but it was like to chase the bad dreams away, I guess. Yeah, let's call him Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy the orderly, yeah. If Teddy had lived, this is what he yeah, would have become. yeah. I know what I'll do. I'll just prey on children in a mental hospital. Well, he has to be either Teddy or Axel, right? <laughs> so, Teddy slash Axel, he, he tries to get her to come with him to yeah, take he stole drugs. The, he stole the keys to the, the dispensary. Pharmacy. I yeah. can get whatever you want. For favors, basically. Yeah, for fa- yeah. And she's, I mean, she looks like one of the older girls, but she's still probably a teenager. She's still probably 16, 17. Yeah, yeah. And this is, yeah, creepy orderly trying to prey I mean, on she, her. She's probably a 24-year-old, 16-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of those. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but she's still. supposed to be a teenager. Well, even if she wasn't, like, she is a patient in a mental institution. I mean, institution. yeah, this is still a very He's... predatory... Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, 
she did come here from juvenile detention, so she's, yeah. she's underage at the very least. Mm-hmm. So, bad human. But she actually is just like, no, I don't do that anymore. And he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. Once a junkie, always a junkie. Like, yep, basically. <laughs> he's pretty good. awful. And he's here just is, to be garbage yeah, in just this to one be garbage. scene. They never have him do anything else. All he does other than that is assist uh, Max Fishburne in taking kids away when they're <laughs> trouble. Yep. Oh, Max Fishburne. <laughs> it, it just keeps registering in my head as Max Fisher. Max Fisher, I know, it's hard not to <laughs> so, rush more one day. Yeah, one day. So, anyway, we've got, uh, what's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer, the blonde girl who we barely oh, mentioned. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Well, she's the one, she didn't get a ton of screen time, but no. she's, she's the, gonna be the TV the one that actor kept like burning herself with cigarettes to keep herself awake so she's not yeah. getting her smoking privileges back for a while did yeah. they give the kids smoking privileges sure well, that, that's that's just how that's things were the, back then those yeah, were the well, days back in the day you know <laughs> wasn't this what isn't this wasn't bad for you back for then you. Well, she and Taryn were smoking all the time and including in front of staff nobody cared okay yeah maybe that's just that's just is how it was she said she wanted to be an actress she wanted to be on tv mm-hmm. yep so she's watching TV. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, having a hard time staying awake, burning herself. Yeah. She, uh. Max, Fish- Max Fishburne's gonna tell her to go to sleep, but <laughs> yeah, she doesn't yeah. want to sleep. She's like, no, well, like, I gotta stay up. This is, uh, you know, watching TV. It's, it's research. It's practice for becoming an actor or whatever. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, well, okay. I didn't come in here. I didn't see you. He's being cool about it. Yes. Not knowing what's about to happen, because how the hell could anyone guess what's about to happen? Yep. Yes, yeah, she's watching Zsa Zsa Gabor yep. on, on being interviewed Dick by Dick Cavett. Yeah, that's pretty I, great. I liked this scene. <laughs> I I love how they actually do the transition for this really well because they're doing the interview and he turns interviewing Zsa Zsa. She says something right. Well, do you know what I think? And then it turns in Freddie. Freddie, I don't care what, what you think, what, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And he goes to slash. Well, maybe that was a joke on the whole Josh Gabor slapping a cop thing. Freddie was going to slap her back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, (laughs) it's very, it's very possible. But I I am a fan of the Dick Cavett show, so I just, I just wanted to mention that. And you know, who doesn't like Jaja? True. (laughs) And Uh, we get, we get this whole scene is fantastic where the TV sprouts arms in Freddie's head. (laughs) Yeah. Picks her up and then slams her into the. His chest, I guess, which is the screen. This is, this is where Freddie becomes a joke character. This is the (laughs) big joke. Well, it's like the Leprechaun 3 Sexmatron bot, except it's Freddie the TV. Kills this yeah. girl, but the, he looks so goofy because he has antennas on his head. Yeah. yeah. So he has like literal rabbit ears. And he's like, Welcome to Prime, Prime Time, bitch. Yeah. It's so stupid. Well, uh, especially because when Max comes back in, this is the suicide, and you see her with her head buried in the TV and dangling. She's dangling, from yeah. It. She's off the floor. So, yep. like, so like, she got a running in, start and jumped it, feet into the air to slam her own head into a TV. Yeah, it's so ridiculous it made that no they sense. they still write this off as a suicide. No suicide. Explain. Tell me how this <laughs> yeah. was a suicide. Yeah. I want to see how you explain that. Yes. If the TV were on like a stand, if it was on the ground, if it fell on her, fell on her, maybe I don't know, but the, it's still hanging on the wall with her suspended from it. It's the police. You know, shot himself twice in the back of the head. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a ridiculous scene. It's one of the more memorable Freddy kills, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, this one, this is controversial, but you know, Freddy's dead is a not a good movie. But there's there's a scene where he kills a kid in a video game, like an NES video game. What uh, <laughs> what number is that? That's six. Six. Okay, and he. He has this thing where he puts the kid into the video game and he's like controlling him and, you know, all this stuff. And then there's this part where he goes, you forgot the power glove. And then he's his like, oh, really? Is turned into a power glove. Oh, Does he still God. have claws coming out? No. Oh, just the power glove. Sweet, <laughs> that would have been the way to it's do just, it. It's just funny because Freddy and power glove. Yeah. Yep. It's dumb. So <laughs> Lucas... Ended up becoming a child murderer, got killed by a bunch of people, and <laughs> Lucas's real name was Freddy Krueger. God, you want to know what's weird? It's that's, dis- that's disturbingly close to his actual story. Yes. Did Lucas die and come back to life? No. <laughs> no, not that part. But he certainly is a child monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lucas. So, <laughs> Lucas anyway. and Freddy, the Power Glove Club. Yep. So anyway, we got to talk about uh, at the at the thing, Sister Mary Helena. Oh yes, oh yes, the, the scariest part of this the bit. Movie. They have oh, to get yeah. to some some deep dark origin stuff, you know. Yep, this is uh, Freddy Begins. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so we got her explaining not much in this scene. No. she explains who she is, who she is, and how to stop Freddy. Which is they need to get his body back and buried in consecrate consecrated ground. Because that's why he's still roaming free. It's because yep. he never got a proper burial. Like Dracula. Exactly. So then we we do this uh, thing where Nancy, she, she explains that, you know, her parents and various people's parents in, on Elm Street burned Freddy Krueger. And this is the group scene, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she because none of the none of the kids believe that she knows anything about it. And then she can describe Freddy perfectly to. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's like, oh, oh, shit. (laughs) She actually does know stuff. Yeah, they didn't even know his name. So like his name is Freddy Krueger. Yep. Wears dirty brown hat, horribly burned. Yes. Knife fingers. Yep. So. Then they, you know, they realize that she's, you know, she knows something all about all this stuff. And so they just kind of like decide, well, what the hell do we do? And then she explains. Fair question. (laughs) Patricia Arquette has magical powers. She has the magical (laughs) ability to pull us into dreams. How? Shh. Don't ask yep. that She, she was something she could powers. do as a kid. She would always pull her dad in when she had a bad dream, and she just kind of thought she imagined it later. Well, yeah. like, he thought they were his dreams. He, he, he. Yep. Yep, he'd tell me about them the next day. Yep. So, but then him and my mom separated, and then that didn't... I didn't have those dreams anymore. Yep. So then they do this thing where it's like, oh, well, she can pull us all in, and then maybe we can all defeat Freddy together. And so... So they hypnotize themselves. Yep. CG balls start flying around. Yep. Oh, yeah. Joey gets seduced by the <laughs> the nurse. Yeah, they did at least show the nurse, like, once earlier. But, yeah, she's, like, looking at the kid and keeps motioning, like, come this way. Follow me. Oh, yes. Oh, we, we got the uh, 
you know, the characters all kind of show a little bit of stuff. Kincaid can can bend bend the chair oh, yeah, legs. Chair. He's what really can strong. You do in dreams. Yeah. Kristen can do gymnastics. Yep, she it's can great do gymnastics. In addition to be able to pull people into the dreams, yeah. I guess. But. Will is the wizard master. Yep. So he He's claims. He does like a little... Prestidigitation. Yeah, light illusion. Yeah. <laughs> and he can walk, which is a pretty big deal for oh, him. Oh, yeah, that's true. In yeah, my dreams, true. my legs are strong. Yeah. So being able to get up and walk was cool for him. And uh, Taryn... <laughs> uh, in her Suddenly she has like and leather and a giant mohawk. I'm beautiful. Pulls and, out her switchblades. And, and bad. Yep. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Just makes me think of in Simpsons. It's like, all right, now it's our chance to be, be bad. bad. <laughs> Bart doesn't mean to be bad. Now's our chance to be bad. <laughs> anyway, so yes, Joey, you know, he he follows Nurse Lady mm-hmm. into his room where she says, Hey, I, you know, want I to totally, bang you, basically. I totally want you, yeah. young teenage boy. I make, you know, a point to come up here just to see you. And then she he unzips her, and she's like, you like my body? Blah, blah, and they start making out. Yeah, but some... unfortunately, Joey... He, he's a bit tongue-tied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's tongue-tied. Yeah, yeah we this, got another This one got Xana during the movie. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty funny. Because so basically, I guess it's her tongue slash Freddy's, because it's really Freddy. Yes. But he shoots out multiple tongues to tie yeah, to Joey the to the bed, to the bedpost. So he's all, yeah, and then... We were joking about the tongue-tied thing, but they he does actually he make does the joke. Say, he does say, like, you're a bit tongue-tied, aren't After you? multiples of us had made the joke. Yeah, they, they, they wait. They build up to it, I guess. Far enough that Xana was dying. Yeah, she was already laughing, and then finally Freddy said yeah, it, then Freddy like, a minute it. later. What's wrong, Joey? Okay, tongue-tied. What was making me laugh was, you know, singing the tongue-tied the song. The Red Dwarf, yeah, because, yeah, like... <laughs> Tongue-side, Got tongue-side. Joey tongue-tied, tongue-tied, tongue-tied. <laughs> Every time Freddy's near him, tongue-tied, yeah. tongue-tied. Yeah. So you're singing tongue-tied, and then Freddy's just like, now you're tongue-tied. Yep. <laughs> and it was just too much. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So it's it's a weird scene. So he's tongue-tied, and now the, the bed falls away, and there's an endless chasm of fiery brimstone mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. But... Joey does not die. He goes into a coma from yep. this. Yep, because Dr. Sims opens the door. Yeah, she's and... like, what the hell's going on in this group therapy session? Because everybody in there was like, whoa, Freddy was closing in on them with, like, you know, superheated metal walls. Yes. So they were trapped because, like, Kincaid was strong, but it was burning his hands. Yep. Yeah. So they did an unauthorized session, which clearly put Joey in a coma somehow. What was their explanation? Yeah. Yeah. I think the experimental Blame on the hypnosil, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, what are we supposed to tell his parents? You were giving him, you know, yeah, experimental drugs. I'm a, I was confused by the hypnotizer also getting hypnotized, but... Yeah, he fell yeah. asleep, too, He's because the doctor is trying to, like, watch this pendulum, blah, blah, we're all going to fall asleep. I'm like, well, shit, it didn't work, and that's when dream stuff started happening. Yep. He was just really bored. <laughs> he also fell asleep. He's like, yep, you're, too you're good getting of a very sleepy, yep. very sleepy. So one of the important <laughs> things is that he, he goes exploring where... Uh, the sleepwalker fell. Well, because basically he got he's like, he well, gets, you're out of here. Yeah, he gets fired, as does Nancy. Yep. And not for their very problematic relationship. No, it's not that. Yeah. Just, you gave this kid drugs trying to help him. Get out of this place. Yep. 
Dr. Sims is going to yell and beat these children tomorrow. That'll fix them. Well, we're not here to help the children. You're, we're here to just lock them away. Yeah, mm. so he <laughs> he goes exploring and he finds he this sees old the... wing of the Well, because he sees the creepy... The nun up nun. in the tower. Yep. He's like, I've got to find her. And he finds the most pathetic lock in the world. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a door that's locked. He picks up a rock, strikes it one time. Okay, now the door's open. Yep. And he goes and hangs out and hears the story of Amanda Kruger, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the nun tells him, like, yep, there was basically somehow a girl wandered in here and the inmates kept her there for, like, over the holiday weekend. Yeah, she was was a nurse working there. Was she a nurse? Okay, that's what it was. She accidentally got locked in and the inmates kept her secret and Mm -hmm. then it was a holiday weekend. And she's like, and she was raped hundreds of times. Yep. Her name was Amanda Kruger. Yep. She was with child. Like, she survived, but she was with child. Yes. And so, oh, that's the Freddy Dark origin. Yep. Yeah, that he was sired by hundreds of madmen. Yep. The bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Yep. So it was a hundred different dudes, not just a hundred times between some handful of bad dudes. I don't know. That's what she said. It's everyone in the the extreme. They had a lot, at least a hundred people. Violent criminal wing of the asylum. Yep. Well, we don't know how many people are actually in there, but it definitely was a time where they just would throw people in there. Yeah, but I mean that's her her story of what Amanda Kruger went through. Yes, there will be a re- another reveal later, but <laughs> yes. So because Freddie is carving messages to Nancy into oh. Joey's stomach, they yeah, because to... like give him back and we'll say like come get him, bitch, or something. Yep. yep. Which it's another one where you know if like. Larry Fishburne or someone walking like, what the hell did you do to this kid? Oh You're my carving God. him up. Like, what is wrong with you, you maniac? <laughs> so anyway, they, they have to go get some help. They have to understand where the rest of Freddy was. Mm-hmm. So and she's like, well, there's ask? Yes. Nancy's like, well, there's one man who would still know. Yep. That's that cop a, yep. from uh, Black John Christmas. John Saxon from <laughs> yep. Black Christmas. So they, <laughs> Who they also gotta happens go see to be Little her Nemo father. first. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, so they go down to Little Nemo's. Little Nemo's bar. <laughs> bar. Yeah. Where they're hanging out by the eight ball deluxe pinball machine. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Very impressive that I asked Rodney as a joke and he was immediately like, oh, yeah, that's. Eight ball deluxe. Eight ball yeah. deluxe. Jesus. It's never in focus either. <laughs> yeah. I I like that machine, okay? <laughs> so, anyway, they talk to him, and he's a drunkard, and... Oh, and he doesn't care. He's like, I've wasted too much time on Freddy Krueger. I'm not going through this again. Yep. I murdered him once. I don't need to deal with this anymore. Yeah. But he's like, he's dead. We're like, yeah, dad, I know. But remember we need all the, the other body. stuff that happened? Yep. Like, remember how mom just died in her sleep with knife wounds? <laughs> remember how Johnny Depp got eaten by his bed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was her boyfriend, right? In the yeah. first one, yeah. Johnny Depp got eaten by his bed. I realize we didn't do that in this <laughs> podcast, but that is what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's love it. a sequel to the first one. So we only know. do sequels of slashers. Exactly. <laughs> Never the original. Well, then why didn't we do Sleepaway Camp 2? Why, yeah, why didn't we? Because it's way worse. It, it is not as <laughs> memorable. <laughs> anyway, so... Then they we... finally decide, like, okay, well, you're not going to help us, so they're going to send Nancy to go help the kids, because basically they know they're just going to sedate 
uh, Patricia Arquette, and she's going to be at Freddy's mercy. Well, yeah, if yep. they seduce the kids, then they can't wake up, so, so yeah. they're just completely at Freddy's mercy. And uh, they, they have to, well, Dr. Gordon has to break into the church and steal holy water like the Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy water and a cross. He does leave his ID with the priest. Yeah, there. it's like, I'll come, I'll, I'll here, look, compensate uh, you. Here. Uh, here's my driver's license. You hold on to that. I got to burn this cross but, yeah, in the holy water. It's funny that he puts his holy water in a flask of some kind. Like a, yeah. It's like it was like a whiskey bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well... Well, I know, that... I know holy water, if there's more holy water than non-holy water, it all becomes holy it water. It becomes holy, yep. okay. I imagine there's a ratio for whiskey to holy water. I think technically the the ratio is if the, if it's 50% holy water with regular water, the regular water then also becomes, becomes holy? holy water. Is it like yeah. the midi-chlorians spread throughout it? Or? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's how religion works. Midi-chlorians? midi-chlorians yeah. Oh, they do so. refer to the Force as an ancient religion later on. It so. is an ancient religion. <laughs> there we go. An ancient a religion. A 20-year-old religion. Literally 20 years ago, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, now he's <laughs> equipped, and then is does he go back to Little Nemo's, or did he do it already no, to he, like, tell the dad? No, it's really funny because her dad is like, I'm not going to do it. Or he's like, you have to, or she's going to die. And he goes, okay, I guess I'll go. Yeah. Because I think that's where he gets the whiskey bottle from, is from From him. So they stop off at the church, steal some holy water and a cross, and then it's off to, uh, well, I suppose the auto junkyard. The auto junkyard. The junkyard, yeah, Yeah. where apparently they left his cars everywhere. And Christine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But in the meantime, Nancy goes to uh, talk to the people. She she can only actually talk to. Kincaid, Taryn, and uh, Will, right? Yeah, because um, yeah, Joey's in a coma, other kids are dead, and she wants to go see uh, Kristen, but, you know, Lawrence Fisher's like, no, like, I'm I was told very specifically, specifically not, to not to let you, let you near see it. her. <laughs> and he's like, yes. hey, you know what? He does point out, like, I do think, you like, I know you're trying to help these kids, but yeah, I would have explicit in- instructions. She's like, well, can I at least say bye to the others? It'll be my, my last chance. chance. He's like, Fine, they're in the TV room. You got five minutes. Yep. So she immediately takes them to the group therapy room I, to get I re-hypnotized. Love, I also yeah. do love when we go to the the TV room oh, and there's like the... The scorch the marks. The scorch mark yep. from where the TV suicide happened. Yeah, go, go ahead and hang out in the place where your friend, friend killed just, herself. Yeah, yeah, killed herself. We haven't replaced the TV yet, so just imagine it's on. And don't imagine her hanging from <laughs> just it. Just enjoy yeah. that scorched wall, yep. kids. <laughs> so, Pretty bad. So, but they go in for uh, they got to do the quick hypnosis, so she counts back from like five, I yep. think, only yeah. five or ten. And Kincaid is all on board. Let's go kick the motherfucker's ass all over Dreamland. Yeah, yes. got to make another Little Nemo reference. Yeah. Or is it Slumberland, Dreamland. I it's... think it's Slumberland. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, say they, would they count down and then they all wake up in the solitary room with Kristen? <laughs> remembering the beginning of the movie yep yeah and this is basically where we get all the let's just blaze through this so there's the you know the thing where her mom is dating freddie yep i do i do actually <laughs> love that part though when it's reenacting it and it gets to that point and freddie shows up i said where's the, the bourbon, bourbon yeah i said where's the fucking bourbon, bourbon bitch yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna suit and stuff. yeah her mom was banging freddie all along so ridiculous. And then he 
is holding her severed head and she's just mad at her for ruining yeah. her date. Yeah. I like the the Taryn's dream where she's in the alleyway near some bar and in the background it says Taryn plus Freddy and like a heart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So. She, she does legitimately try and fight against Freddy here, though. Yeah. She does stab not, him. Not the best, but yeah, she, she does fails. stab him. Yeah. Then he knows his, her only weakness of needle fingers. Needle fingers, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, before Edward Scissorhands, so it's Freddy Needlehands. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. He influenced Edward Scissorhands. There we go. Who later well, influenced Edward Penis Hands. He, <laughs> he ate Johnny Depp and then reincarnated him as Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. mean, that's yeah. the only thing that makes sense. Or he yep. got reincarnated and remembered his past life, the, f- yep. the knife hands. Yep. <laughs> and Anthony Michael Hall grew up to be a jock. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. him. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, she sadly gets overdosed to death. Which we did, we did have, or Paul brought up the good point. If what happens to you in the dream happens to you in real life, does that mean when if they autopsied her, she died just from a massive drug overdose? Yeah, I'd, I'd like, assume so. Like somehow she got a hold of 60 mil- mils of heroin. We don't know how. Yeah. She also has no actual needle marks. No, she would. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. she would, yeah. Then there's the I am the wizard master scene. Oh, yes. Where, this part was uh, cool. Yeah, that's the best part. Yep. Will is able yeah. to... Summon his wizard master powers to destroy the demonic wheelchair that awaits him yeah. in waking life. Complete with a costume change. Yeah, he gets like the yeah. neck, whatever, like giant yeah, the, wizard the collar. huge yeah. wizard cowl thing yeah. or whatever. I think we just like this character because we all associate with him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, this kid's actually using his imagination and using like powers. Yeah. Yeah. He's shooting like green lightning, lightning. stuff at Freddy. Yeah. Because he's a wizard man. Electricity shoots out his fingernails. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, Freddy's Freddy able doesn't to believe in fairy tales. Don't believe yeah. in fairy tales. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. The one kid that actually used his imagination for cool powers and they didn't work. Yes. So then, you know, you've got Gordon and John Saxon, who I, I believe is Mr. Thompson. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he they're they're going to possess his bones. <laughs> and they you know that there's ghost cars, I guess. The ghost uh, yeah, this, car sequence. This is this whole scene kind of was weird cuz they like open Christine up to get Freddy's bones. They have to dig a grave, which they dig for Fetch an Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's huge. Yeah, it is huge. Like, it is a pile of bones. That is a small hole you need to dig. Yes. Very much so. So, you know, that but whole then, thing's going on. He d- becomes a yep, clay Yep, Freddy comes back as a claymation skeleton. skeleton and kills the dad. Yeah, it's like, you know, Clash of the Titans scene suddenly starts yeah. happening. Oh, he he knocks uh, Dr. Gordon out. Yeah. He hits him with the shovel very convincingly. Yeah, but I guess he can't control his skeleton and also attack them in dreams. Yeah, because the kids are left alone without Freddy for a while, at least. Yeah, but then they, you know, have to fight him. 
again. Yep, they all get sucked into mirrors, but uh, Joey Joey realizes his powers that is he is Black Canary. Yeah, he's the Black Canary now, so he just <laughs> screams and breaks all the mirrors. Yeah. Oh man, like neat. <laughs> it's really weird. And then we we learn that Freddy's still alive, and he. He gets his power. He's more powerful than ever before because he has the souls of the children. The souls of children. Oh, yeah. So he reveals his chest and they're like weird child faces. Yeah. I assume some of them were supposed to be their friends that had died so far. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I do have to to note that I love the the set design when they're going into Freddy's lair or Mm, whatever it's supposed to be. Like his boiler room lair. His, with a hell pit? Yeah, his, oh, his yeah. hell pit boiler room <laughs> hangout, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, after after all that stuff, John Saxon becomes a force ghost. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, I forgot he does. to mention. Because <laughs> he crossed over. I just wanted to tell you, Na- Nancy, the force will be with you always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddy struck him down and became more powerful than he could have possibly imagined. Yep. Everybody yeah. pauses to observe this touching reunion <laughs> slash farewell. And then knife hands. Yep. Yeah. Knife hands to the stomach. That was a pretty, uh, de- he wanted the murder to be devastating. Also like, oh, by the way, your dad is dead. I killed him. Yeah. I killed him in the real world. Yep. <laughs> so they're, they're fighting and all that, except the real, the real fight is in the real world. Where mm-hmm. Gordon wakes up and comes to. Yep. He basically just has to <laughs> knock Freddy's no longer animated skeleton into the hole and just pour some of his flask on it. Yep. Yep. And then it starts exposing Freddy's dead lights. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he, does, he does put the head. cross on the head. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that Gordon is religious because that's... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what did it, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Well, there's that, you know, there, I, I always think that because there's that one uh, Hammer Horror Dracula film where the, the hero is actually an atheist. So none of his, you know, none of the Christian powers work because he, oh, he doesn't believe. It's pretty cool. You got to believe. Yeah. Otherwise, gotta it's just believe. not going to work. <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> what you going to do when Freddy comes? I know. I got to believe. <laughs> Parappa v. Freddy, that crossover hasn't happened. Unfortunately. (laughs) I don't think it's going to. You never know. Someone could mod Parappa, put Freddy in there. Kick, punch, it's all in the mind. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Where's that game? That's the game I need. So anyway, uh, Freddy is banned by religion. (laughs) Yep. And uh, there's, there's the you know. Yep, so he... Funeral. Yep, yeah. Freddy explodes. Yes. But yeah, it's and, cool. And the Dream Warriors have won. Yeah, apparently. some of them, yeah, three survived. Half of them survived. Yep. Not bad. That's not terrible numbers. That's yeah. pretty good for when a movie When it comes to like Freddy, I, there's usually a lone survivor, maybe. Yeah, it's weird. And so, yeah, the same thing happened there at the, yeah, another funeral, and the, uh... Everyone's all beat up now. Yeah. Yes. And Sister Mary It was Helena. Nancy that died. Mm-hmm. So he gets yep. distracted. Where's the, There's that nun again. So he follows her, and she disappears again. But where she disappeared, there's a grave, which has the... What was it? Sister Mary Helena? Yep. But yep. above that, her name, she was Amanda Kruger. Yep. And Gordon ha- feels 
the need to explain this. Yeah, we could loud. figure this out, but he has to be. You were <laughs> yep. Kruger the whole time. Yep. What? So anyway, he goes to bed and he has that like paper mache house and the light comes on. Yep. Spooky. Mm-hmm. So Freddy's still living in there, kind of like how Beetlejuice was living in the model of the exactly. yep. <laughs> of uh, Alec Baldwin's. Yep. <laughs> and then Dream Warriors. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we watched the music video, which was fantastic. Yeah, it was worth it. So that's that's this film. What did you guys think of this movie? <laughs> I like that it's this a sequel to one. Weird. Yeah, I yeah. do like I that it was cool that they go to back the to one. it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's decent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. It, it's better than I would have expected for a... For this sequel. Yeah. Honestly. Yes. Xana, what did you think? Oh, I enjoyed it. It was... You know, what you expect from this movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Zan, so. Zan enjoys jokes about being tongue-tied. That's yeah. that's what we can take away from this. Yes. My only thing, I do wish that the Dream Warriors were able to showcase their powers a bit more, because yeah. when they do, they're usually not that great. <laughs> yeah. And Nancy has no powers other than being an adult. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. I, I mean, I've always liked this movie. I think the the origin story is interesting but maybe not done as well as it could have been. Yeah, I mean it's a few short scenes I, with I a think... ghost telling the doctor guy that you don't like that much yeah. the origin. Yeah, I think there's a a few places where I feel like there there would have been really awesome story they could have added here, but they don't. Yeah, like they could have gone more into you know, Freddy's origin. Yeah. I'd well... like to know why Joey is mute because they just say, well, he was in debate. Now he doesn't talk much. Well, did you know that the original draft of this was written by Wes Craven and New Line Cinema said that they need to rework it because it was just way too dark? Mm. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, you looked at a script from Wes Craven. Like, yeah. duh. <laughs> it's like, no, we can't do this. It's just way too dark. We just can't. Uh, I wonder what wimps. it would have actually been like. I don't know, but I know that Kristen was named Kirsten in it. Oh, <laughs> hence the Kirsten Kristen yeah, mix ups. And I know that Nancy and uh Kristen had a relationship together hmm. instead of Gordon. Also problematic. <laughs> more problematic, really. But, yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll just have a relationship with this teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Anyway, I I liked that they were trying to give them a fighting chance that they had their own powers in the dream. And yeah, like uh, Nancy didn't have her own powers, but just the fact that she was an adult who believed them and like was encouraging them to stick together made a huge difference. Her power was to bring them together to fight as one. Yeah. Yeah, In the first one, her power was to, you know, not think he's the most evil thing. And like, because she believed in herself she could defeat freddy 
And so in this one, she believed in them so they could yeah. defeat Freddy. Yeah, basically. That's fair. She was able to unlock their power. But, you know, in the previous movies, like, there's never a survivor or, like, there's one survivor or whatever. We yeah. had more survivors in this one because they stuck together, because adults believed them and actually tried to help. Whereas the previous ones, the adults are always like, it's just in your head. It's all a dream. No, it's all, like just pure denial. They, there's yep. there's nothing there. So in four, <laughs> they kill them all off right away. So. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. It's <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> Them like, no, it's all in your head. We didn't murder Freddy Krueger. We didn't say you did, Mom. What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, they kind of make that joke in The Simpsons, The Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Yes. I yes, can see yes. what that has to do with the groundskeeper, Willie. We didn't mention groundskeeper, Willie. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's cool. What did you think of the soundtrack? I mean, I like I love Freddy's theme, the actual, you know. Yeah. yeah. I liked the music video. That music video was great. Yep. Dream <laughs> yes. Warriors music video. Yes, because we watched this on VHS. No, well, yeah. obviously. <laughs> no, but you said that the it was at the God end of the VHS. God intended it to be switch. watched. <laughs> I do actually own the VHS. That does not surprise me. Just, it just amuses me, the idea of, like, like say, renting this movie and then the credits this happen and then this the music end. video comes yeah. on and that's never <laughs> happened before. Well, there's like a little blurb on the thing that says featuring you know special feature the music video the Dawkins music video i didn't even know that vhs had special features yeah, yeah yeah full moon actually did a ton of that they would have like tons of extras at the end as much as they could fit use up as much of the tape as possible yeah, yeah like a little a few little behind the scenes things maybe like a little thing from someone and then like a bunch of trailers yeah it's pretty cool no, you gotta play, you're spending the same amount on the film might as well use it yeah very cool. So, anyway, soundtrack was uh, done by Angelo Badalamenti. Oh! Twin Peaks. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Just just after Blue Velvet, he did okay. this movie. So. Nice. Yeah. But he had not yet come up with Laura Palmer's theme, right? That was some not years yet. later. No. No. I think he had already worked with uh, Julie Cruz, though, who would be a big part of Twin Peaks' soundtrack. So, anyway... Very interesting stuff. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, it's, you know, can be considered cheesy, corny, whatever, but it's it's fun, I think. Yeah, it's it's more fun than most slashers are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And one thing I always like about Freddy is just, you know, <laughs> unlike that, that new leading man, Jason, he has, you know, personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does have personality. I think Jason has personality, but it just doesn't stick from movie to movie. That is a big issue. Oh, I just... Roger Ebert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Roger Ebert, do you agree with his one and a half star rating out of four? No. Okay, so what would you give it? I mean, I would give it at least two. Yeah? I think it's fun. It's probably not as good as the first one, but... I feel like it deserves three. Three? This movie's fun. It, it just is, is fun. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, the reason I don't rate it higher is because I do wish the kids, like I said, if their powers were more extreme. Yeah. Like the wizard kid, I wish he could have done more than just lightning for a few seconds and then dead. But at least the movie doesn't overstay its welcome either. That's, <laughs> That's <all> true. <laughs> so, you know, three stars for me. It's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'd go in between you and go two and a half. Two and a half's um, fine, I think. Two and a half's good. I was just like, got to give it a bit more, Ebert. Yeah. And it depends, you know, rating of whether you actually think it's good or whether you enjoy it. Or if you do some combination of the two. I think those are the same thing. I think something's good if it, I enjoy and that, it. Well, that's my thing. It, it is an enjoyable movie for the people that like this kind of movie. Yeah. It's, it's the Plan 9 syndrome, right? Yeah, yeah I wouldn't is like Plan trying... 9 a good movie? 
well, did you enjoy <laughs> it? Well, okay, no, so but like it that, is a yeah. fun so, movie to watch. So it succeeded so it in is, being entertaining. Because, yeah, I wouldn't which like the, argue that this is like, oh, man, that. and that was Freddy plot twists and everything. Oh, it's so, like, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily masterfully crafted. Nah. But there's cool stuff in it, though. It looks good. And it's fun, yeah. Yeah. Stop motion stuff was fun. Yes. Yeah, I actually did really like the stop motion. When she gets Freddy, attacked by uh, the, the, the puppet. puppet. Yeah. I also yeah. like when the sink is attacking. It reminded me of uh, Eddie Spaghetti in the It miniseries oh, a few yeah, years yeah. later being attacked in the shower. Yes. So, Xana, mm-hmm. what's, what's your star rating now for this oh. one? I I think that it deserves like at least close to a three. You know, yeah. okay. I mean, like, it is Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yeah, so. you know, I I don't know if it gets if it should get like a solid three, but like you know, maybe a hair below like two point seven five. I guess it depends on your mood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. There, Freddy is he's fun and menacing, and like if you are gonna be this like reality breaking monster that enjoys killing people why wouldn't you throw in the one liners and like yeah. humiliate people oh, yeah. while oh, you're trying yeah. to kill them like I, even though he's ridiculous i think i think that freddy is kind of like realistic for what he is i guess if so. that makes sense like yeah. a nightmare monster yeah. Yeah, i mean nightmare. that likes to torch people yeah. <laughs> torture people well, yeah i mean he's a nightmare monster that nothing can stop him basically yeah so, like, why wouldn't you mess with people if you're a crazy, psycho, omnipowerful yes. monster? Yeah. So, do you guys prefer the uh, the jokester Freddy, or do you prefer the Nightman Cometh Freddy from our previous... <laughs> I uh, like the jokester Freddy. Yeah. Uh, just like I said, like, I think it makes sense for him to evolve that way, to humiliate his victims even more, and make it, like, that much worse, and make... It, it perpetuates the disbelief on what's happening, which he gets to revel in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I like jokes for Freddy. Yeah, I do too. I just I like the Nightman Freddy. Although the one I can, the one line with Freddy I always remember is from the second one. That that stupid line. He's like, "You've got the body." And then he like pulls oh, back the so like good. prosthetic head, and I've got the brain. Yep. <laughs> that's so good. It's like I love that. Li- that line sticks with me so much. Yep. Yeah, I I think that the original deaths and everything they're they're more they're more unique. They're more yeah. The dream scary. sequences are cool in this movie. Yes. Actually. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I I just I think that Freddy just. He gets better and better the more ridiculous he gets because he never stops being menacing. Yeah, but that changes in five. Five is just a really bad movie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I haven't made it that far. But anyway, um, speaking of reprehensible piles of trash, we we got to do a versus, right? Yeah. Which one of Ooh. these is not? Or the least of? <laughs> to be clear for the listener, I like both these movies Yeah, and lot, that's so. the thing. They're good points for both. I'm like, eh. Look, look, they're both 80s slasher movies. You know what genre, what kind of movie you should expect from these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and I guess unless you're Ebert where you're expecting a grand cinematic masterpiece that speaks to future generations about their impact of Yep. Their teenage years yeah, on they, all these of these movies future. really messed up some kids' worldviews at the time. That's probably true. Well, that's the standard <laughs> that should be set for every single movie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No. 
But if the audience knows anything about my taste, I like reprehensible pieces of trash. That's true. true. Well, I'm dressed for the occasion. It's Halloween after all. (laughs) That is true. Let's let's get this going. Stylish. Halloween slasher time. Yeah, so Freddy versus Jason. Who comes out on top? So both creatures are very menacing. Uh, I think that there's more terror in general with freddy because you can't get away from him can't really get away from i don't know (laughs) that's true jason crushing a dude's face with his hand was pretty damn cool yeah true i think the it's weird because you get the brutality of jason's just ridiculous strength yeah like crushing someone's head versus freddy doing weird but lethal dream prank Kind of, yeah. Almost. Look at my lethal antics. I know we didn't watch part three, but in part three, he gets hung. Like, for, Jason gets hung in the I do rafters of the barn and then gets an axe through the head. And then he survives. Yep. yep. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I think I, I also kind of feel like a lot of Jason's victims deserve it, whereas the Jason's victims deserve. Wait, a some second. of them. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are. They are being unchaste. Remember, yeah, Jason he, is the ultimate is chastity the, warrior. He is Teddy the deserved holy it. Warrior of Camp Crystal <laughs> not, Lake. Not always, but like you at least understand Jason's motivation. Yeah, like, you know, Freddy. You understand him as well because he just wants to sow chaos and kill. Yeah, that's true. I uh, whereas Jason seems to want to like punish everybody. Yeah. Like, it's pretty indiscriminate. Like, both of them kind of are, but uh, Jason has that motivation of, like, you're coming to Camp Crystal Lake, you're going to come here to do bad things, and now I'm going to murder you for it. Basically. I mean, they did bad things, which is why he drowned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So he's got to yeah. stop them from doing other bad and things. And then they and killed he... his mother in front of him. Yeah. Also true. So. That probably didn't go over well. Uh, you know, and, and Freddy, it he's he's going for more of a. It starts out as a sins of the father kind of a thing. Yes. Uh, but then it evolves into just like, well, you know, I got my vengeance, but this uh, it's fun killing kids. Yeah, I'm going to keep I doing that. killing thing kids thing before. Yeah. I guess I'll just keep doing that. Yeah. I I like the antics of Freddy. I love the personality of Freddy, and I would be. I don't want to encounter either of these creatures ever. Well, By any I, means. Luckily, you won't have to worry about that in real life. But. but I mean, you never know. If you go to New Jersey, you might meet some Jason-like people. Ooh, yeah. Not the actual Jason, just, you know, people from New Jersey. <laughs> Guys named Jason. Named Jason from <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah. Oof, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I I think I'm going to throw my vote to uh, to Freddy. Okay. I I, I just like that he's more fun. Freddy slashes one. Yeah. (sighs) Dang it. I'm trying to decide because, yeah, I do, of the villains, like, yeah, Jason is cool and brutal, but I, yeah, I like Freddy's personality more. But the other one (laughs) had Crispin Glover and little, little Corey Feldman that has a mental break. And that sinister look at the end, that was just so funny. That's so good. (laughs) That had the better, like, final like teaser thing yeah and we were all dying about the like dance sequence oh yeah the crispin glover dance oh yeah that's true that was good (laughs) Mm. well i know mine then 
Yeah, go I'll, ahead. I'll cancel Xanos because I'm going to be that jerk. But I, <laughs> I like Jason too much. I love the stupidity of of this one, mostly because of Kristen Glover and young Corey Feldman. Those yes. two. Yeah, that's the what's making that it hard for me to decide. The fact that you get Corey Feldman, like, perving on the older <laughs> oh, teens. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to see some... Some naked people. But he also did it like the little kid thing. It was really funny. Him like yeah. bashing him his head into the pillow and then peek again, <laughs> then bash some more. Yeah, just yeah. like, oh, I'm doing something so bad by watching. Yeah, to be fair, though, Patricia Arquette is pretty cool. She and, is. Mm-hmm. The third Nightmare film. But, so. but yeah, between that and yeah, Crispin Glover's character. <laughs> just so fascinating. His dancing. His dancing. <laughs> and the fact that it worked. Yep. It's Somehow. All, it's his, all amazing. His penultimate white boy dancing won the girl <laughs> yeah after yeah, the guy they liked left the chicken dance yeah yeah that's fair <laughs> do the chicken walk yep the triangle dance yep <laughs> i don't know what else to call it it just Chris looks like Chris he's been glover turning into a series of angry triangles to in an attempt to secure a mate yep, yep. he's being acute Yep. He's like that. Well, like, that's right. And Red Dwarf, the Pythagoras. If only we had this many of us, we could form a triangle. (laughs) Always with the triangles, Pythagoras. Whatever that Wax World episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what I was thinking of. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so you like Friday the 13th. Yep. (sighs) I mean, you get the the epic escape of Gordon. Yep. Still waiting for his spin off Mm. series. Yeah. Yeah, I did like Gordon a lot better in Friday the 13th than in Yeah, Friday the 13th Nightmare definitely had the better Gordon. It's, it's, I guess it's easier to like a dog, a dog than a person than... who looks like Bill Maher. Yeah. yeah. I choose to believe that the dog wasn't killed. No, he wasn't. He escaped. Yeah, he gracefully. escaped, clearly. Um, well, I think I got to go with Freddy versus Jason, so I'm going to give it to Freddy. Nightmare on Elm Street, I do, but I am sad about voting against Crispin Glover and little Corey Feldman. Yeah, it's pretty that's brutal. That's the thing that's like, no, they were Crispin so Glover. awesome. <laughs> I know. And they, I, they I both know. got a decent I, amount of screen time. I can but, see yeah, in a way, though, because you have him, who's most, is the most uh, noticeable of the characters. Like, I did not know Doug's name until we were doing oh, the yeah, record. Those, I was like, oh, yeah, so forgettable, he's the other him guy. and his girlfriend. Yeah. Same thing with that movie's Paul. It's like, and there's Paul, who's the the horn dog that all the yeah. ladies want, I guess. I mean, that Paul doesn't have theme songs about him. That is true. And but, his, you know, attractiveness. So. But with the Dream Warriors, aside from that, you know, gross orderly and the two doctors, I generally like most of the characters. Mm-hmm. Kincaid yeah. is really funny. Yeah, you I know, all I like the characters all of them. are like Yeah, I like all the kids, so. Yeah, yeah Dream Warriors does Still more to get you interested in the characters yeah they're just Whereas, not as cool as crispin glover and Corey feldman that's yeah. all yeah friday the 13th though is really it, they made a few characters you like and then most of them yeah, end up as just background characters and bodies later that's true so yeah i had to vote for freddy i guess freddy is I guess the freddy beat the jason winner. freddy beat jason this time yeah I can guarantee you with future sequels, that would not be the case. (laughs) Fair enough. Yes. Because if you were comparing the other ones, I mean, I can't imagine voting for Nightmare on Elm Street 5. (laughs) It doesn't matter what it's up against. I'm sure that both Freddy and Jason will 
make their way back into the Thunderdome repeatedly. I I don't know. Like, I didn't really plan for this one, <laughs> but I... Well, well, the thing, we've kind of hit the big ones for them. I mean, unless we were comparing, like, first movies. I don't want to do that. But yeah, Everyone that's, else about that's, way too, that's way too derivative. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Freddy wins. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 is apparently better than... <laughs> Friday the 13th part four. And yep. I had to pick elements over other things. I don't know. Yeah. There are things I like more about Friday the 13th, but overall just had to go with Dream Warriors. That's very I guess it depends on what each person's comparing. I mean, I was just going like, you know, creature versus creature. Like which one I like better. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Just voted for Robert England. That's what I did. That's not a bad vote. I mean, he's, he's great. Robert England is amazing. <laughs> so, then again, Jason does kill that dude with the the spear. Yeah. Dead. That's <laughs> very brutal. Oh, some crazy stuff. So, anyway, Friday the 13th is the loser. Ah, uh, but Jason yeah. will rise again. Jason he will rise does. again. Jason lives, I say. <laughs> so, that's... That's that, but we like to recommend things. Did anyone yeah. come up with something? Mm. I have a few things. Yeah, I, I will. Ha- I can do mine. I've been. Yeah, go ahead. I've been going through. It may not shock a lot of people if you've listened to most of my commentary. I've been going through the John Wick movies. Oh yes, mostly because I did not see the fourth one in theaters, which I kind of kick myself for. It was cool. So. I, I was really motivated after re-listening to our Warriors episode. And yes. I was like, oh yeah, the last the end of that is just Yeah. The Warriors. I'm like, oh shit, I got I gotta yeah, catch up very to them. Cool. So yeah, I've been watching those. If you haven't seen them, they're great. They're in their own weird way. They've got their horror movie element in that there is a lot of violence in those movies. <laughs> just obscene amounts, but I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I've only seen the first one. I should catch up at some point, I suppose. To, to be fair, in my opinion, the hardest part of the first three to watch has to be the beginning of the second one, where he gets back his vintage 69 Mach 1 Mustang and then proceeds to absolutely fucking total the car. Mm. Which is uh, a car guy was very brutal to watch. Just oh, I think you're forgetting the dog. The dog at the beginning the one, yeah. Movie. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have to watch the dog actively be killed. That's true. The dog does die off screen. <laughs> but anyway, and he does get another dog. Yes, which is good. So you're just putting the, the John Wick films up there. Yeah, but I'm gonna put those up. Good movies. Because they're, they're a fun, crazy ride of just watching Keanu Reeves shoot a bunch of guys. What's really cool about that franchise, it just it just got better every time. Like, it doesn't yeah, make sense. Somehow, but, yeah. every time, it's like, they can't they can't get better than the previous one. It's like, oh shit, they did again. <laughs> yep, it's weird. Anyway. They got a weird formula that works for it, and I'm all for it. <laughs> yes. So... So I have some TV episodes. I already referenced the one Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. It's part of the uh, <laughs> yeah. Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 6. It's a great one. 
Willie as basically Freddy Krueger. Yep. Yes. And Lisa and Bart of the Dream Warriors at the end because they forced oh, yeah, him into a showdown true, in their yeah. dreams. Very so that true. one's pretty great. Um, I, I mean, I probably recommended that last year when we did Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I always bring that up yeah. when it comes to Freddy Krueger. Hey, that Kruger. is one of the classic Treehouse of Horrors, though. And That's then true. I have, um, some, you know, some characters from the previous both these movies to recommend. I made a big deal about uh, the rabbi, Elaine's rabbi in Seinfeld. Yes. <laughs> so the episodes he's in, the postponement it was in season oh, six. Yeah. So season six of Seinfeld. That's the one where Elaine is envious that George is getting married and she's not. And he just, she confides in him and then he goes on his public access show and just tells the whole thing. Oh, He's yeah. like, this woman, let's call her Elaine, was jealous that her friend George, let's call him George, is getting married. Also, yeah. her friend George wondered if it was okay for him to see a prostitute, even though he's engaged, because <laughs> he figured, what the hell? We'll never see each other again. That's and true. he says that, like, while George and his fiance are in bed watching his stupid show. <laughs> so he's pretty funny. And then he's also later, um, uh, it's the Serenity Now episode. Uh, but Elaine's storyline in that, that's a great episode because of Jerry Stiller. But aside from that, his part is uh, Elaine has the shiks appeal where all the jewish guys are after her because oh god it's like the the appeal of you know a woman not like my mother or something yeah like, but then she goes to talk to him about it's like elaine the shiks appeal like shiksa is a myth like the yeti or his north american you know cousin the sasquatch well oh, but then yeah. he immediately proceeds to hit on elaine's like well, I have this timeshare. We could wing on down for the high holidays and she just like walks out on him. Oh yeah. So he's pretty damn funny. So if if you liked Axel in that movie, his two Seinfeld episodes are pretty funny. That's true. And then the other one, Kincaid has a small part in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The gang dines out. Uh, they're all going to eat at this restaurant. And Dee is eating by herself because she's pathetic, basically. And she yeah. doesn't want to appear pathetic. So she sort of asks this guy, hey, come over here. Oh, these people are like she kind of claims they're holding her hostage or something. I don't know. But then yes. the waiter comes up and Kincaid, whatever his name is, the episode's like, hey, there was some shit going down right now <laughs> like yeah. like you like we gotta call the police and he's like no no don't make a big deal he's like what like i thought something serious was happening and then he gets annoyed and just leaves but yeah he's only on screen for a few seconds but he's pretty funny yeah so yeah it is good just wanted to give some of the i guess kincaid's not as minor as axel but that's true wanted to give those two actors <laughs> shout outs for their episodes I guess with my recommendation, I also recommended something with Lawrence Fishburne, too. So That's true. Oh, is he in John Wick? Yeah. yeah. So it's not just because he was in The Matrix with Keanu? Oh, okay. He's in the John Wick films as well. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Max Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Zana, do you have a recommendation? Uh, Well, all that's coming to mind for me is... Uh, the tongue-tied music video by oh, okay. by Danny John Jules uh, from the, Red Dwarf. You know the the hit of the summer that year. Yeah, in the yeah. UK, the the number one song. Yeah, that's great. And so you know now what I want to see somebody make happen is a mashup between that and the Dream Warriors song, where the music video just like cuts over to them like. In the dream sequence. Well, I mean, Tongue Tied is also a dream sequence. Yeah, so. yeah the episode yeah. is about about dreams and yeah, like recording your dreams. dreams. Yeah. Um. Uh, what, what's that? Is that Thanks for the Memory? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite episodes of Red Dwarf, by the way, mm -hmm. because it gets really dark. Lisa Yates. It's a really good one. <laughs> there's a, another, I guess it's not so much dream as subconscious based episode, but there's that like planetoid where it's making all of Rimmer's 
Uh, oh, the the Psy Moon. Yeah. 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 That one's <laughs> that one's wild. That one could easily get you know Freddy Krueger. You don't want to, that yeah. to happen. Your nightmare yeah, is coming true. to life. His self despair or like his uh, self loathing. That's the monster. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the invincible monster. Yeah, that one's definitely recommended. Tongue tied is weird. Oh, it's, it's very weird. It's really weird. Rimmer so and Lister good. and the cat dancing and singing. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. I'm I'm glad they open up that episode with that because yeah. it it does get real dark real fast, <laughs> and it that's what I love about the early episodes. I guess fair <laughs> anyway. enough. Uh, more than anything, watching these, I just really really want to play the board game last Friday. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That is very understandable. Uh, it's one of my most played board games. I'm a big fan of Last Friday. Um, we're among the few people that think it's amazing. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've got a recommendation. I want to recommend like a, a horror film. All right. William Lustig's Maniac. You know, the director of Maniac Cop. Okay. Anyway, so... I you so is this a sequel night. or a or two no. Maniac Cop or no? <laughs> are they just Ma- not related? The sequel to Maniac Cop is Maniac Cop Two. Oh, okay. So anyway, this this is Maniac. It's uh got Joe Spinell of Rocky fame. He's <laughs> it's it's about this guy who has you know like the only thing you could describe as like his mother issues. Okay, like Jason. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, fair. <laughs> and and you know, he's he's he kinda goes around living his life. He's collecting mannequins, scalping women and putting their Any, head Yeah, anytime on there's mannequins. someone that in a horror movie it's like they have mommy issues. It's like, is it Jason mommy issues or leather faced mommy issues? Yeah. But then but then like he scalps them, but then like the the mannequins talk to him, like Okay. Angrily. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. How old is this? It's a uh, nineteen. It's an eighties film. It's, okay. Okay. Yeah, nineteen eighty-two. I have I to think. borrow that at one point. It's. I think it's an amazing film because, despite the fact that it's one of the more violent horror films, it's really a dark character study about this person going through a really terrible thing, and he's, hmm. you know, he actually gets into this relationship with this woman and stuff, and he like okay. has to resist killing her basically, but. One of the main reasons why I want to uh, recommend this is it has a uh, it has Tom Savini in it, mm, okay. Ooh. who did the effects for Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Yeah, yeah, that and, is true. Uh, Tom Savini also he plays a character called Disco Boy. Okay, <laughs> and uh, and he also did the effects nice. for Maniac. Okay, well, if you got Tom Savini. Uh, effects. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to watch it at some point. There's yeah, an effect definitely. scene that where man the, is a god. Yeah, <laughs> there's an effect scene where the maniac jumps on a car and blows Tom Savini's head off. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy. I <laughs> love. Every time I remember Tom Savini having a part, it seems to be his character will die. Yeah, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I I think. Maniac is a way better movie than people give it credit for. I think it's a fantastic movie. It's well shot. It's impressive. It's a Christmas film. And oh, another Christmas movie. Vaguely. I'll have, I'll have to wait a couple months then. Yeah. But it's it's just a cool movie. And they actually got a remake. Really? With Elijah Wood. 
Oh, I've seen. I didn't know that was a remake of an old movie, but I've I haven't seen it, but I've seen that it's on things and you could watch it. Yeah, it's from like Elijah Wood's perspective, but he plays the Joe Spinell character, the maniac. Hmm. Oh, okay. It has a similar like has a similar story. I don't think it's as good, but yeah. I mean, Elijah Wood's cool, so yeah, I do like Elijah Wood. He's he's yes, he's a, a gift pretty... to this world. Yes, so. You just love that movie North so much. I yeah, I do love <laughs> do love North. <laughs> that's that's why I like Elijah Wood. Yeah. It's not because the good son. So <laughs> So yeah, I recommend Maniac highly, especially this season. Get get your crazy horror stuff on. Heck yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now 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 until next October, that's the perfect time to watch a horror movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so anything yeah. else no I, I mean i got my episodes in there the other obvious one that we referenced but didn't explicitly say is freddy versus jason freddy versus if jason. you want to see these yeah, guys actually times. face off it's another one where it's not, it's not really, really a good, good movie, but bro. it's just fun to see them both and freddy gets a bunch of dumb one-liners they have like a character that's a straight up like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob ripoff, but isn't Jason Muse? Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess I guess I should make mention briefly that when I was a child, with with the help of a friend, we created Freddy versus Jason the comic book before oh, okay. before it came out, like in the schoolyard, and we were like, "What would happen?" And we were like dreaming up all these crazy. And then they ripped off your schoolyard drawings, like no, scene for in scene. Fact, our oh. version was way better than that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's dumb, fun, like cheesy mid or early 2000s yeah, horror mid 2000s yeah. yeah but it's the thing is like it was a bunch of kids who were obsessed with every entry in a franchise as opposed to a director who probably didn't remember that much oh no he's just like the so, give me a quick overview of jason and freddy all right so jason drowned we clearly came up with something way better because yeah. we cared about it that but, makes sense anyway yeah i remember having like pretty damn bad acting <laughs> it's not it's, that you would expect it to be good it's but. not a good movie but it's fun it can be yeah exactly the part where freddie and jason fight is cool yeah yeah it's cool to have really freddie cool. and jason actually fight so yeah and that's the part you're waiting for if you're watching the mm-hmm. movie it just takes like an hour and 20 minutes to get there yeah shh don't tell them that <laughs> so anyway we're, we gotta close this out that we do yeah okay. so the only thing left to say is adios au revoir auf wiedersehen contact us at rentalstorerumble at gmail.com for questions, comments, requests for an episode or just to say hi you can find us on Facebook as Rental.Rumble, Twitter at RentalRumble, Instagram at RentalStoreRumble, as well as on Slasher. Check us out on all the podcast platforms. Take your pick, like Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, etc. The original theme is by Radney, and the ending theme is by Juja and Brandon Strader. Cover art by Knox Anderson. Keep eating those jelly beans. I recommend the piña colada.